0: You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 94, Self Lovin'. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord super freaks and mutants. Then a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that's like... An octopus with a shotgun. My name is Jim Purcell.
1: I'm Craig Olson.
0: And I'm Raven Perez. And welcome to another episode of the Savage Fincast, the internet's only, as far as I know, podcast dedicated to Savage Dragon and its creator Eric Larson. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, uh, that Raven, Raven, <laughs> and that that Clown Craig. <laughs>
1: The podcast so good we get introduced twice. Indeed. That's right. Um, this this is, is the the Savage Savage Fin Fast Fincast. Yeah, I'm excited. We're back. We're back as to of, it. At, as of this recording, COVID has been cured. Yeah, man. Um, we're coming for the year, the
0: far-off year of 2022.
1: <laughs> I knew America was really gonna get
2: it together. That's all. I knew we were gonna get it.
1: But we do have Another new issue of Savage Dragon, that's all that matters.
2: Yes. And true. Turtles.
0: Yep, Turtles. Getting closer to the end there, that
2: Turtles. I'm getting really like antsy in the pantsy about
1: that. Dude, we're on we're on Savage Dragon 249, one issue away from this 250 extravaganza and things are heating up. I can't wait to talk about this issue. Well,
2: Do you mean no. to say? <laughs> I, I, I think you guys put too much stock in these anniversary issues. Well, I get. i Here's the thing: is fair, fair enough. I don't think we're getting a 275. I think what? the next big push is going to be for 300.
1: I don't believe it. I don't think. I, do. he, I don't think Eric can help him. So
2: <laughs> I do, dude. I think. I think after, especially how 250 was such a bear. I think that he's gonna. For the listeners who may not know, for the uninitiated. Uh, he had to chase down a bunch of collaborators on that one. It really bogged the book down. And so, yeah, thankfully COVID quarantine helped
0: smooth that over. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, we always know something big happens almost every anniversary issue, if not every anniversary issue. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: I, I actually kind of thought 250 would be the, the, um, the big, uh, what's the word before, uh, Nothing ish uh, c- celebration Se- issue Seinfeld, <laughs> but it's uh, a celebration
1: about nothing. We'll see.
0: We'll see. It's coming up, but uh, but it, we already know it's a hundred page book, so it's all. But it's so it's definitely a celebration of something.
2: Hmm.
1: But to get there, we got to get through two forty nine.
2: And guys, what a gift it is! I can't wait. But before so... we get to it. We yep.
0: got to uh, get through some other things. So for Savage Dragon News this week, we got a big fat nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which doesn't happen very often. Uh, we were we were looking at really real dregs of quote-unquote news, so I think mm-hmm. we're just going to not do any news this week, this episode.
1: You know, you got to figure with the industry kind of being shut down with COVID and things getting pushed back by months, we're, we're finally seeing the comic shops starting to open up, but I wasn't expecting much on the news front. I think the good thing is it's given Eric maybe a little more time to do catch up.
0: Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. he does seem to imply that the book's going to be monthly for a while because I think he's a couple of months ahead right now,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which uh, is going to help immensely for the for the for the next six to twelve months.
2: I'm excited. Um, you know, after the year that we shall not talk about, the half year 2019. It'll be nice to see just month after month of Savage Dragon. Can't wait, dudes.
1: Can't wait. Well, it's happening. We're in the middle of it now.
2: Loving it. since there was no news, since there was no news, we're going to dozy do. We're going to we're going to uh, sashay over away <laughs> from this no this news empty news desk. Over to our interesting conversation desk, and uh, that's where we, the lovely, handsome, well-endowed Fincast hosts, we respond to your we 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 come down from Mount Olympus and we interact with you mortals, and you know we talk about Savage Dragon related things. I'm going to hit back with one of our chosen ones, Raymond Cummings, who has blessed us godlike beings with this correspondence in response to our savage Fincast interesting conversation last time. When uh, he says, Raymond says, personally, I'd want a Bloom County homage for 252, unlikely as it is, but perhaps in the style of the 1983-1986 iteration. Maybe have Malcolm recovering from an injury in a wheelchair and go Cutter John there. And the Milo and Blinkley are tiny enough comparatively that the Dragon Kids could be drawn like them. Maybe model Maxine, like Lola Granola or Bobby Harlow, but slightly shorter. Of course, a Peanuts nod would be spectacular. I have no idea of how Eric would do that. It would need to be a scene without the kids. Ironically, living in the future as we are. Raymond wrote this in May. We have seen the Peanuts reference, and it is
1: with the kids. (laughs) Yeah, why would he say it needs to be a scene without the kids? I
2: think because he'd assume
0: that Malcolm would be a Peanuts character and you couldn't have a kid of a kid. I don't know. Uh, It is kind of a weird uh, angle to go at it at. It
2: would create a weird uh, sort of like goofy walking Pluto.
1: So we've Scenario. seen we've seen a panel on Facebook from Eric showing yep. the Dragon Kids as yep. peanut characters, and oddly enough, I wouldn't think it would be that hard, but Eric said it's pretty difficult to kind of ape that style. It's an old secret of
2: cartooning and cartoonists that the more simple the cartoon, the less you have room to hide your flaws, so the mm. harder it is to execute. Basically, every line has to land perfect and be. Right quality and so it is easier can't, to draw You can't cross hatch your way out of this one <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly right it is easier to slather a drawing in rendering and cross hatching and have it look impressive than it is to do it in economic that's why the guys like uh Corey walker are unsung heroes of the industry because here's a guy that uses minimal line weight yeah but just fucking knocks it out of the park every time. Gotcha. Anyway, man, we got on a tangent on that one, but I love it. Um, also, back from Raymond, he says, a predecessor for things all homage approach. Though this was a single graphic novel, but check out Daniel Clowes' Ice Haven. Uh, we all agreed that we don't know what that is, and so we just choose to ignore that, Raymond.
0: Unfortunately, I also <laughs> don't know a lot about Bloom County either, although I did read a bit of Opus. Mm-hmm. But uh, not enough to know
2: who any of these characters are. Uh, We're I'm
1: definitely gonna check out Ice Haven. That sounds interesting. I like yeah. Daniel Close.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that's a joke. We do. Uh, Daniel Close is fucking
1: awesome. So I would
2: love to see what Ice Haven's about.
1: It's crazy that. Um... He's so, sounds like he's super into Bloom County. Like, I've never been super into any strips. Oh, really? Like, comic strips. I'll read them here and there. I mean, I, if I was there, I, but I'd never followed any religiously.
0: I was super into Calvin and Hobbes when it was still in the papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents bought me some of those chunky collections, and those are some of my earliest comic uh, experiences.
1: I, I, yeah, I see, I would read them, but I would only read them if I picked up a paper. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, I have to get up get today's paper and it read was, the newest one. I my, read the collections It more. was
0: my goal for three or four years to get every single one of those collections because I became obsessive about it. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, it was one of my earliest comic like experiences, even, even before I really read comic books. Of course, that's true probably for a lot of people. But uh... it's
2: tr- Yeah, I was going to say, that's true. Strips actually are the most dominant in North America form of comic. That For sure. Sense. Easily. Although, easily, it, I, dude.
0: I would suspect it might be tapering off some, because newspaper comics are starting to become less and less uh, ubiquitous an experience, yeah. I'd say.
2: Let me counter that, though, with saying that unquestionably, the strip is the dominant format online. That makes sense. Unquestionably, dude. Well, that, like, you it... know,
0: even that, I'd say, maybe it used to be, but it, things feel more long-form these days. Like, the comic webcomic industry, the webcomic
2: oh there's no such thing yeah I know know. we won't get into that right
0: now but the the (laughs) webcomic like landscape has changed like significantly since the early 2000s it feels Mm -hmm. less it feels like strips are less in and more serialized graphic novels are
2: taken over I can tell you as a comic creator that does not feel like the case the kings are still strip makers I mean that's what you do in a way I do You're, you're doing full
0: pages every every strip
2: I do issues. It's not strips. I'm saying like, you know, think about like your Adam Ellis and your, uh, Sarah draws. And these are all strips, you know, they're all like one-offs, like everything you need to know begins and ends in those four panels. Right. So yeah,
0: I guess Nancy is a cultural icon.
2: Nan- oh yeah, dude, absolutely. The reason why is because social media strips remain that kind of dominant thing because you don't, you're not just going to randomly share a page out of a long format story but you're absolutely going to share a four panel gag that has everything that everyone needs to know in that four panels because people are going to laugh and be happy with it so the stupid aliens that are very the way they talk is very literal those dumbass aliens you know the one i'm talking about Mm. they'll be like i would like to consume a chicken fried flesh product on the bone
0: (laughs) you know do do you know who randy uh millholland is Mm-mm, nope. He does uh, something positive.
2: Oh, I know something positive. He's
0: drawing Popeye comics now, like officially, officially. Cool. It's crazy.
1: It's awesome. That's, that is very weird, yeah. The thing for, for me, for for comic strips, is uh-huh. I feel like a lot of times they're not very funny. Because Agreed. they have to do these day in and day out, and that's where I kind of lost it for me. It was like the the force to try to be funny and it just especially like and I don't I I did not find peanuts funny most of the time They're and not. I don't know if it was just because <laughs> of my age and it's a different time or whatever it was but I felt like there were a lot of forced jokes and it just wasn't for me I will say Calvin and Hobbes is always entertaining well, like Cal- some Cal- guys Cal- just Cal- have Calvin and
0: Hobbes was
2: always more poignant often when it wasn't funny
1: right exactly
2: it was all killer, no filler. It had yeah. those poignant strips, but it also had, like, in observational strips, but also, too, just Waterston knew how to land it. That's why that's in, like, a league of its own.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's certain strips, like the classics, like Peanuts or Beetle Bailey or Hagar or Hagar or however you say it. It's just like, eh, it's hit or miss. Some I So mean,
2: fucking Kathy. <gasps> Kathy is pretty
0: good. As a child, I didn't get it, but I I like it more now as an adult because it
2: – you became a strong, independent woman,
0: kinda through Kathy. <laughs> That's
2: what that I, I say. I say "ack" all the time when I get stressed out. I heard him say it when I met him, folks. For Ack. listeners, first time I saw Jim, I said, "Hey, Jim, it's the cast in real life," and he just said "ack" and ran away. <laughs> yep, his hair Ack. sort of got disheveled. Sweat, huge sweat beads shot out of his head. I was a mess. Um. Wow, we went crazy on that one, guys. Thank you, Raymond, for writing in. Um, we do appreciate it. Jokes aside, like we love interacting with Fincast listeners. You know that shitbag Mark Welser. If he'd ever write in, we'd talk about what he wrote. So, just saying, I know you guys listen. You better write. <laughs> <laughs> you better write. But uh, jokes aside, thank you very much, Raymond, for uh, contributing. And we'd love to hear more from all you dudes. And I think. Now, I'm going to toss it over. I, I, I sashayed from the empty <laughs> news desk. I don't know what dance maneuvers Craig has planned, but I'm going to hand this off to Craig. Craig?
1: If you guys aren't going to write in and give us a topic, we're going to make up our own damn topic, and you're going to like it. And you're going to respond. Um, you know, with last issue, and we'll see with this issue, we're seeing kind of the resurgence of the vicious circle, which is fan favorite You know. It's my favorite thing to see, you know, one of my favorite things in Savage Right is to see these guys come back. Absolutely. Um, and we got a good mix of the old characters and the new characters at this point in the vicious circle. Um, and what we'll see in this issue is we're getting to know some of these characters a little more page by page and their personalities, whereas I feel like... in You know, we've always had like a strong kind of B cast of the Vicious Circle, but then there's a lot of that C and D cast where you don't know anything about them and they're always in the background, but they look really cool. Um, So it's always a treat to kind of get a little more information, understand how their powers work, what they do. Um, So I'd like to know from you guys, with the remaining Vicious Circle guys out there, who would you like to see kind of get more of the spotlight? you know, maybe learn a little bit more about their background or just their powers in general. So, write in, give us a one, two, ten, whatever. You know, uh, let us know what guys you've been dying to find out more about, or you just think's cool, or whatever the case is. We'd love to hear it. Uh, you can write us at savagefincast at gmail dot com and let us know. You guys want to throw one out there that you want to know about? Absolutely. Go for it. Uh
2: like bro, like, you know, uh what's the dude with the like bolts coming out oh, of his head? As a oh, mine, you
1: rough neck freaking bitch.
2: What?
0: Everyone
1: <laughs> loves roughneck. That's not even a
2: choice. He's gotten so
1: much spotlight, but I I wanna know his background.
2: Me too, dude. Like what's this like he's just got a bunch of and we know the inside the inside poop is that he's a Dave Johnson parody character. Right, Like, it's a parody of Dave Johnson's character design. But what inspires him? <laughs> like, you know what? Does he have kids hidden away somewhere? Is is he going to, like, just show up with, like, two little, like, bolt monsters and be like, listen, daughters, you got to try and do better than your old man one day.
1: <laughs> he's got the, like, American flag pants? Like, what's
2: that?
0: And he's also got that red cross on his face, which is always... For some reason, I always sort of—it's always weird because I kind of interpret it as like a British flag, but it's—I don't think it's really that.
2: Did that stripe go all the way to his weenier? I mean, (laughs) it (laughs) must. No, he's my dude, dude. I love that guy's visual. I've always thought he's cool, and since a lot of the bigger VC guys are retired now, and he's still from that era in my mind. Yeah, he's still—he's still cut from the mako dung uh skull face era and, and like he wears, those dudes
0: he wears an american flag for pants
2: so <laughs> yes, is he dude. like
0: a, a na- oh, like a I don't know
1: with like doc martens <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> like does he love america is he like a like a neo-nazi
2: maybe like... he's
1: uh i don't know some vietnam vet or something that was irradiated with something <laughs>
2: He was too, he was swimming in Ground Zero. <laughs> do, you, do you think
0: he do you, do you think those bolts are growths or are those bolts something he put in
2: himself? If you took him know. out, if you took him out, would like they hurt him? Like, what's the story? I want to know, dude.
1: The funny thing is, he's probably showed up in more comics than most other VC guys. Yes, dude. He's been everywhere, and I feel like he's been in like spinoffs too.
0: Oh yeah, he's he has been in, uh, he's been in. Not as many spinoffs as you'd think. He's been three issues of Freak Force Volume 2. Uh
1: you get the wiki up, on cheater. Uh,
0: he's been he's been two <laughs> issues of Stormwatch, uh, two different issues of Super Patriot, two different series, one issue of Wildcats. But he's been in, and actually, he's not been in as many Savage Dragons as you'd think. It's only been maybe 25 or 30 issues.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, he's he's so, you know, visually distinct, you think you see him more often than he might actually
2: show up. We well, you know what, I, okay, if he was too obvious, then my backup is Fountainhead, because I love that guy unironically. You want to
1: know how the laser comes out of his eye?
2: Well, no, nah, I just want to see him doing crazy shit, you know what I mean? Like, you say, who do we want, it doesn't even have to be, like, have him fleshed out. I want to see Fountainhead just show up and, like, just blast water more.
0: Uh... What about you, Jim? Well, the answer is the same as it's always been. Rogue Warrior is (laughs) the awesomest-looking design Eric's got going right now. What's his deal? What is his deal? Why does he look like a red dragon? What is is the deal? (laughs) Apparently, his first appearance was in, like, Savage Dragon 45, so when he came back in, uh, like, issue 94 as the disguise, it was, like, really, like, out there. Like... uh, Yeah. Because that... Oh no! I guess he showed up in eighty five. Oh, that's right. He was like he, he was like one of the flunkies trying to track Dragon down. So yeah, there, he's like there's like nothing like about him. Nothing, nothing, no, no, nothing really like detail wise. I, I is he just a tough guy? Is he just a meathead? I kind of hope there's something more to him. It's kind of cool that he's almost like Dart's right hand man. That seems like a really cool dynamic.
2: Would you say he is? I feel like samurai and bug. Well, more. they
0: they're more her partners. I feel, but like rough, uh, not roughneck. Jesus, uh, rogue warrior. I think was one of the few like guys the muscle. who like, like figured out the new dynamic and basically just said, okay, I I I don't want to get chopped in half. <laughs> I figured this out. All you gotta do is do what she says.
2: There's a brain holding up that mohawk. Is what <laughs> you're saying?
0: Yes. Um but there's some characters in the new issue that design wise I think are really cool. Like Oh the, yeah. The, like the green woman who absorbs energy and like the rock fisted chick.
1: Oh, yeah. in and bare hands.
0: I think so I, awesome. I don't know anything about them except I like their designs and their power sets.
2: Yeah, Sickly is a really cool name too. Like for a villain.
1: Yep. And that's one of the things I'm kind of talking about is we've seen her before, but we've just known her as the green chick. And in this issue, she gets fleshed out. Have we? Well, okay, Where was her origin? Where did she first show up? her name was sickly? Yeah, I forget what issue. Um, uh, 115, 125 and 145 before this. But she's always kind of like. Wow. She's always like that, like just a green woman character in the background cool and bare hands has shown up before she was on uh, there was an issue where dragon fought like most most of the woman vicious circle right that like cool cover with all like he's I don't know if it's a go-go bar or something mm-hmm. so if I had to pick you know who I've always wanted to know more about is a crazy character hmm. baby boom
0: Oh yeah, yes, dude. Yeah. It's like giant a baby, baby. Isn't Baby Boom
1: dead? I don't think so. I mean, uh, no. At no, one he's, point, he's
0: alive. I thought he was used as an energy source and exploded, but he hasn't. He hasn't shown up since issue ninety three.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it might be adult strange. boom by now. <laughs> just well, a baby filled with Kirby dot energy. I
2: mean, that's the question. The does, power
1: bombs. Does Baby
0: Boom age? Because he was a baby pretty much through all of his appearances, but he only appeared. Between forty nine and ninety three, so he, it was enough time where maybe he has been aging this entire time.
1: Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it's an adult that just looks like a baby. <laughs> I don't know. It's sadistic, though. <laughs> they just use it as like a power source. <laughs> just this floating I baby. I can't believe. So it, strange.
0: I can't believe it's been a hundred and fifty issues, fifty plus that baby boom hasn't showed has shown up because <laughs> baby boom is a really iconic design i'm, I'm shocked
1: <laughs> it's strange it really is i do agree uh, i
0: love baby boom
1: yeah um and of course it's I, really...
0: I, I of course will always believe that the uh seeker story is not done <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't well,
2: stop believing
1: one of the new guys i'd really like to see is um Pucker. And I hope he shows up. We don't see him this issue. But he's like kind of the rotund guy. He almost has like a girdle type thing on. He's got this like these huge like leech type lips. Um, yeah, he shows up. He's been in a bunch of issues starting in one. He's been 148, 188, 189, 190, 191, 196 and 200. Mm. But he's always kind of just a background type character but he's definitely a crazy visual. Yeah, but I don't I don't I don't of. know what his I don't know what his powers are besides being strong.
0: With well, those lips he probably absorbs like
1: people juice. People's heads. <laughs>
0: people
2: juice.
1: <laughs> Ugh. Man juice. <laughs> Do you remember that Howard Stern clip with a? Did you guys listen to Howard Stern? No. Ah, oh. they used to always have this like recording clip of this like porno and this and and this lady would just be like, "I'll taste your juice," and it was just, <laughs> I forget, it was something like that. And every time they played it, it was so ridiculously funny.
2: I'll taste your juice.
1: Yeah, it was something to that effect, and oh, they used to always right. just play it. I'm butchering it, but.
2: No, dude, I don't think you can butcher a, a, a what do they call those? Dingbats or whatever from a porno. <laughs> and now for the news. I'll taste your juice. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> You're not butchering it, I assure you.
2: All I know about Howard Stern is
1: that he looks like, is like. Oh, it was, it was, can I taste your juice? That was the clip. <laughs> can I taste your juice? Yeah. Listeners, oh. Google it. If if you listen to Howard Stern, you guys will know what, what I'm talking about. But it'll be like, right. "Can I taste your juice?" And they always just play it out of nowhere. they would just have me dying. Anyway, yeah. we're we're going into the weeds now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's ready to. Re- we're ready to retire, <laughs> listeners. If you want to yeah. taste, if you want to <laughs> taste your juice, uh, please respond to the interesting topic you just heard us discuss. Uh, Can we'd I taste love- your juice? <laughs> we'd love to know who you want to see fleshed out more. So that's savage fincast at com.
0: And if you go on Savage Dragon wiki uh, and you go to uh, profiles and groups, there's a whole list of currently living vicious circle characters. In fact, I forget about most of these guys. Like I'm looking at the list right now and warrior who appeared even last issue
2: is actually pretty <laughs> cool.
0: Design wise. I want to see
2: more of her. What's well, that's the thing, yeah. dude. Like, Savage Dragon fans are spoiled for choice when it comes to, like, kick-ass designs we know nothing about. And there's a guy called White Trash
0: who hasn't been seen in 100 issues.
1: <laughs>
0: Think
2: about Comudgeon.
1: And curmudgeon... he was barely seen when we did see him.
0: Well,
2: Comudgeon cum- <laughs> wasn't VC. He was just a... Yeah, but I'm just saying, Comudgeon kicked Malcolm's ass and just, like, yeah. whoop, and disappeared and... We M.I.A., bro. Who knows what he's doing down in those sewers?
1: But I, I want to know.
2: I want to know.
1: So, you guys think it's about time? I've been waiting. Yeah. I'm, this is I'm getting future. hungry. I'm getting hungry. What are you hungry for?
2: I think uh, I could go for some kind of potato-meat combination.
1: Would you say meat and potatoes?
2: Ooh, I'll taste your juice. <laughs> <laughs> Can I taste your juice? That's it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo man, 249, one issue away from the big show. And we got Revenge of the Six. Da-da-da. And a cover Ropa Dope. Yeah. Like he, he got me, dude. I was I was when I saw the shotgun, I was like, "Huh?" Who's shotgun guy? <laughs> and of course it was uh you know Octopus's kid. Waylon Whipple. Waylon Whipple, the mini kid. Apparently he's
0: just a human.
2: Yeah, is he a squid or a kid? He was a kid.
1: But, I think uh Jim, did you get it last when we were looking at the covers and we we're like, who's the shotgun?
2: Well,
0: I mean it I was like a, to be Jim fair, did, it was it, it was a process of elimination. It was all the same fucking right. kids from that other
1: It just seemed weird though. It was like
0: yeah. Well, yeah, because just, it w- it was weird, but it made sense because back in their first appearance, he didn't have any powers. Then he was just a regular kid. So, right. And of course, like I said, power deduction. It was like the only one who wasn't represented other ways.
2: I'm just saying. Dude. Can you imagine blasting Malcolm with a scattergun? I mean, I it ain't, mean,
0: it ain't going to do shit. You know what I mean? Maybe he's a it might maybe, slow him down. Maybe it's a super science shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's special bullets. A how full
1: much? Freak out, m- how much more of those tentacle arms add to the cover though it, it makes the cover so much better they do huge upgrade i love how he draws those things with the crazy looking like sucker things on them and stuff mm-hmm. he, he's great it do you, I mean, you guys don't remember cuz it i don't think you were collecting when it came when, when octopus kind of first showed up on the scene yeah and it was like that tease of like you just see these tentacles for a while and then eventually you realized it was like under the guy's trench coat but uh it was some really cool visuals of seeing those things for the first time just creepy looking
2: is an awesome visual i mean i you talk about like iconic savage dragon designs like octopus and open face
1: yeah yeah and they look great on this cover yeah i love the inks on open face junior's tongue Mm
2: -hmm. good stuff
1: good stuff
2: so good dude even dumpling and blossom like gotten some like killer like flies around their shit arms oh it's so good. yeah
1: the inking of like just the clumpy shit
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> never it's... thought i'd say that
2: <laughs> the texture work
1: it's, oh, it's so good the inking of the clumpy shit
2: <laughs> no one inks clumpy shit like eric <laughs> like the high praise you never thought you'd get he's an inkwell award winner dude <laughs> he is
1: that was not a joke i know he's, i'm not <laughs> laughing at that i'm just laughing that the clumpy shit
2: but it is funny because it's like what's funny is there is a lot of really good ass texturing and shit going on this is a good ass cover dude i'm sorry we've talked so much the coloring is good with like the texture behind Malcolm, like the green is textured. Well,
0: Nikos is, is um coloring has
2: gone through the roof
0: lately, texturing-wise.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, so geez, Jesus, he's doing, he's doing do... almost half the work now. Let's get let's get off this cover and talk about the <laughs> very next page, which is awesome too. Which Could is you re- tell
1: me what to do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which uh, is the shit. It's a fan.
2: The 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 return Of a
0: long-missed character. I can't believe I get to see it again. (laughs) It's Malcolm's purple plaid shirt. (laughs) One of the greatest,
1: greatest
0: (laughs) character accoutrements of all time. I wish he would rock it in the present. It does flatter him very
1: much. And ugly Uh, Peter Johnson. Let's not forget ugly Peter Johnson, old notch nose,
2: seems like a gangster.
0: But it's nice. It's really cool to see this flashback. We don't get we don't get flashbacks like this very often. Um, Generally speaking, things happen in the present. Yeah. Uh, The the only other time I remember a significant flashback like this is back when uh, we saw some Dark Dragon uh, flashback when he was working for Dark Lord. Right. uh, Way back during Dragon War. I think the issue before he died, I think. But uh, it, we don't we don't get the flashback stuff very often, and when we do, it's cool like this.
1: Look at look at the background and like the cosmic dust that like weird screen effect. What's that about? Well, I've never seen them use that before. That's the thing is dimension X is full of weird shit all the time stuff. Good stuff. I always love you. you, Savage Dragon seems like it always opens up with a splash with the awesome title and stuff. I, I always look forward to seeing that. Even
2: though these are throwaway monsters, these Dimension X dudes that he's like beating the shit out of, I like their design where they got like the glowy white mouths. Yeah, but they're like clearly like dirt monsters. That's cool, dude. But this whole scene's really fun because we
0: get to see that sort of that friends dynamic of the time these kids were all stuck in Dimension X, which was. One of the cooler times for Malcolm and the gang. And of course, then we get to see them together in the present, Mm -hmm. which makes for a great, uh, great dichotomy.
2: It drives down their history because I think new readers, new readers might not know like the history that these guys all have it's so cool man
1: that's a good point and and uh i do feel like and we've talked we hit on this i think last episode i do feel like with this covid situation we're getting a lot more new readers that are like looking for old titles to pick up and i Mm -hmm. feel like there's an uptick of newer people um and and we'll actually see that in the letters page of this this issue but um i think it's important to have some of these flashbacks sometimes
2: yeah plus i mean really like it's better honestly for him to have chosen to do this sweet like you know cover like pinup and then a double page splash and just to present them this way in two pages you get it better than them sitting around talking about oh when we were kids you know trapped all the time it's like it's just like so much better to just show this thing show them kicking ass together dude malcolm protecting them
1: Guys, can we talk about something? Th- this issue is mind-blowing and amazing. But remember when we did the retro review, um, was it Issue 7? Where is that the one where he gets knocked out of the skyscraper versus Overlord, the all-splash?
0: Yes. Oh. Yes.
1: And mm-hmm. we talked about how we wished maybe he would incorporate some of those 90s panels again.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. the jaggedy...
1: We got our wish, dude. Like this it's issue true. is is insane. Like he's gone back '90s on a lot of this stuff. Like we don't. You start to see it creep in with like the this double page here the, with the red border,
2: mm-hmm. and as
1: we get deeper and deeper in the book, he's got '90s panels, and there's a reason for that, and we'll discuss it. But I love it. I love you know as much as I like the classic look, I, I feel like it's infusing more excitement back in a little bit. Like I love pendulum swinging, like, you know, get sick of one version, maybe go back to to this version and do more of a classic look, but we've had a lot of classic looking Savage Dragon. And I think it's real fun to see some of these nineties panels again.
2: Agreed. 100%. Um, That's a huge treat. Just echoing what you said, you know, we, for a long time, You know, the book was, like, put readability over style. And now we're sort of seeing him go stylish as hell all over again. And I love it, dude. Love the look of this one.
1: That this uh, splash with all the panels, I guess it's page two and three. it's, It's fun. It's really cool. Like you were saying, the design of the characters are cool. It's cool to see these old kids again, like. Weirdo, cartoony angel—it's—it's uh, it's a treat. Huge mouth. <laughs> Sound effects are awesome. We see a Glum Planet again. We haven't seen that in a while. I'd have
0: to double check because I, my my recollection is that Dimension X Angel didn't have the small eyes and big mouth. She had normal eyes and mouth, and it was Savage World Angel that had the small eyes and mouth. I mean, I'm sure it's a stylistic thing, but I I always kind of thought that was like the the thing that that separated them was that the Savage World one was more cartoony in design, and that yeah. the original one was more realistic.
1: You know, just letting that soak in about what you were saying, Raven, 2, or was it Jim? I'm not sure which which one of you said it, but we're
2: interchangeable. Yeah, we sound <laughs> a lot alike.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The Just the flashback and how that feeds into the story uh, and how now that we're going to be seeing supposedly more Peter Johnson and Mark Johnson and Janie of just kind of revisiting that. Oh, yeah, you know, these guys, because it's hard to, to remember because we've had so many issues. But these guys were stuck in Dimension X for so long together that they really are close friends, you know, they've known and been with each other more than any other people in their life
2: yeah we talked about it just a bit on the last episode yeah Yeah. but like in a lot of ways um the book felt just a tiny bit in an arrested development like with malcolm's cast and they were key i would say missing members of the book fully entering the malcolm era
1: because some of the
2: people he knew the most weren't around
1: we would get like just Pages and just issues with like one page flash, like, oh, they're still in Dimension X and now they're fighting some other alien and running away. So you'd get a page of them like every six issues or something until finally Malcolm got made his way back to in the gang made their way back to this dimension. but We saw them, we just didn't get a lot of stories with them. So right, it's hard right. to, you know, you, 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 you don't read about the bonding.
2: But pretty much too, like in this book, I mean, you had to assume, like I totally assume, but like Malcolm was keeping those kids alive all those years. Like, and they basically talk about it here. Like Malcolm's like, "Ah, you guys couldn't fight for shit. Like, dude, Malcolm was a super powered kid. Otherwise, the Johnson twins and Janie and Angel would have been fucking pushing up daisies in Dimension X long, long ago. So, right,
1: because probably what the the Janies maybe the only ones that had powers.
0: Janie had powers, but she I think she was also the youngest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you
2: see her sucking her thumbs. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's, thats a good
2: point. Web powers against Dimension X monsters. Well, I mean, like, she's also quarter
0: god, so we don't know how strong she actually is. Because she's she's Radical's
2: daughter.
1: Good point.
2: Touche. Touche. Yeah. You shit right down my throat. Thank you. (laughs) That's what I work on. You you put me right in my place. I do love this double page spread of them as adults because, like, fucking Destroyer, that's my ugly ass boy, dude. He's so cool. And then the Web Slinger and Wall Crawler, their web outfits. I love it, dude. It's so awesome. Dude, I just –
1: Go ahead. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I
2: wasn't saying anything of value. Go ahead.
1: No, I just you open this double page and it's like, yes, the vicious circle's back, you know. Like we knew we saw them coming in to Canada last issue, but now we see a double page and there new and old VC characters and different guys than we saw last issue because you know, last issue I wasn't sure if, is that all we're getting, the guys that are in this issue, but you know, apparently we didn't see in the panels all these additional guys that were also coming in. So it looks like All of the VC is kind of here. They had buses, plural. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole convoy. Yeah. 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 Um, So there's definitely some guys we didn't see last issue. So
0: this issue of Savage Dragon is of a historical note, as it is the first comic book to be published that mentions and references the COVID-19 epidemic. Oh, true. Yeah, Yeah, I forgot all about that. As uh, Angel here goes off on a little tirade about social distancing being out the window and all these dumb (laughs) Americans are really playing up their stereotypes. Yeah. And how they're taking it
2: serious in Canada. Love it, dude. Love when the real world creeps into uh, savage dragon. It's a snapshot in the moment. Like we'll be reading this, hopefully assuming we all live COVID 20, but like (laughs) we'll be reading this and we'll be like, Oh yeah, man. Remember when we were sheltering at home, you know, (laughs) <laughs> love it, I love it, dude. I love it.
1: I love it. Should that. I um, should I go through the list of characters we see here for?
2: I mean, if just, you're into uh, it,
1: shit, yeah. Well, are you guys into it?
2: Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> let's, let's
1: do it. Listen, all
2: right. I love we, that you do this homework.
1: So please, we got Mister Faces, which is the guy with like the faces all over the place. Of course, you know the the hands and stuff like that. He's is he newer or old? He's newer. Okay. Um I'm not going to ask
2: you but can leave
0: it that? He can. Yeah, I, I didn't he's even I didn't, Crusader. I, I, I didn't even notice he was biting one of the wall crawler's arms. It's yeah. so good. It's so yeah. good, dude.
1: Yeah. Um we've got Roadblock who's getting sprayed by one of the whoever it is web-slinger or wall crawler. It's like he's classic, King of Graham, course. I'm sure. I think he was Go ahead.
0: I said I'm sure they're interchangeable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh we've got Roughneck of course. We got double header in the background there, yes. our boy. Still, uh, Still on, who's the the green guy with the weird looking like fork designs on his like bald head? I think who's, he's iconic too. He is. He's been in a bunch of issues. Uh, I think he played a pretty big role in Savage Dragon Destroyer Duck uh, miniseries, or was that a one-shot? one I shot? One shot. I just
2: bought. Yeah. I just bought that. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's weird. He's got like these like weird like appendages that are not, like, I don't know. They're just, like, these weird robotic arms and legs. It's strange. I don't really know his powers besides being able to, like, I think he can, like, fry you or something, zap you or electrocute you. But anyway, always kind of around but never really focused on. Uh, you got Bare Hands, who on the splash we see Angel. She's off screen, but we see her hand, um, which is kind of a funny name. <laughs> Uh, Goldenrod, which is, like, the yellowish guy. Uh, Shard, of course. We all know Shard. Right. Um, Sickly, which we learn about a lot in this episode. Um. He's,
0: like, a witch-looking character.
1: Yeah, she's all green. Um, uh, Download, he's a classic. Remember, he's got that little, like, midget guy that's inside lives inside his chest. Is he the big he's red like, dude? Yeah, he's, like, some kind right. of robot dude. And I think during the gang war, uh... Issues Like, he gets his, like, chest blown open, and you find out it's, like, some little midget guy in there. <laughs> awesome. Which is awesome. Uh, insect, uh, she's... You can see her legs kind of on the bottom of the page. Uh, Frogman, uh, who shows up on the next page, we'll see. Uh, bile, doing that classic Eric thing on the corner of the page, where you just see his teeth. Uh, and... I think Bug-Eye is getting punched out by uh, Destroyer. Uh, Destroyer, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, so, yeah, a ton of guys. Oh, and uh, fuck. What's the guys getting punched? I, totally right in front of my face. I yeah, didn't write it down. Yeah, the guy in the
2: center, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I
1: can't think of his name. Steel Jaw. Is it? No, it's something like that. Mummy oh, me pants. God damn it. <laughs> right in front of my face. I know. It's funny, dude. Iron like, Jaw. The...
2: Iron Jaw, okay. I knew it was something like that.
1: It's so funny. I didn't even, like, pay attention to the one guy.
2: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, dude. That's an absolutely incredible. Uh, and, I mean, it's what a treat it is. I think it's cool, like, I know we're just stuck on the sequence, but, I mean, goddamn it, we got to celebrate it because I think it's cool that this sequence builds up from their past fighting together to now here they are in this moment fighting together. And so not only do we get to see a thing that for me, I think has been a long time overdue for the book, like really fleshing out Malcolm's cast with characters that are really relevant to his past, but you get this sweet money shot of all these VC guys still out, all the characters still out there kicking ass. So very awesome.
1: Very awesome. So when you guys are um, looking at this issue, were you guys having like some kind of weird flashbacks or anything? I, I know I was
0: <laughs> because I didn't read that many Spider-Man comics.
2: Yeah. I have no Spider-Man experience listeners. I'm sorry. I'm not a real fan. I'm a fake
1: fan. Wait, what are you guys <laughs> talking about? Spider-Man. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was, I was twitching and I, I was reading, I read this episode a couple of times and I thought the art looked different and it looked like, Some of Eric's older stuff, honestly, as I'm going through. And I'm wondering if the listeners had the same experience. Uh, Even like, I don't know. When you look through this, it's just like, it just looks like old Larson art. And I'm like, god damn, this guy, he's swiping this from something that he did in the past. (laughs) And uh, I caught one of the references. And I can't remember which page it was now. So I'm I'm, – messaging uh gavin higginbotham the savage dragon editor and he's like oh yeah 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 he's like well check this out and he's showing me another page and we'll get to it but he's like look at this this is where it's from i'm like oh shit he's like yeah eric swiped a bunch of himself i'm like okay i was like and then i started going through and i'm like wait let me go through and look through some of these past spider-mans and stuff and wouldn't you know this issue i don't know how many pages total this one is because it runs a little short because the backup's long, but there's a good 10 or 11 pages which are direct swipes from previous issues that Eric's drawn, and most of them being Amazing Spider Man and the Adjective List Spider Man that he worked on. So as we hit these pages, I will tell you what page it is, and you guys can go through your comics or whatever, you know, listeners, and check it out. But uh, it's it was a fun little g- game to try to guess where it is, and I got them all. Uh, Unless – there's a few where I don't think they are swipes. So unless I'm wrong, you know, please, readers, write in and tell me I'm wrong and what it's from. But um, till now, there haven't been any swipes until this page, which is the page uh, with um, Angel doing the ram punching. uh, I guess what is it? It's Frogman, the guy with the tongue. Mm -hmm. So that is – an homage, well, not homage, it's a swipe, actually, from uh, <laughs> Spider-Man number 15, the adjectives less Spider-Man. It's the one with Spider-Man and Beast mm-hmm. uh, that Eric drew. It's a classic issue. It's a one-and-done issue. You guys know that issue at all? or
0: Actually, I can say this. I, that was one of the very few Eric Larson issues I did own,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I definitely read I, it, but I, ne- but I got rid of it a long time ago, and I don't remember anything about it.
1: Oh, I love that issue. <laughs> um, so page seven of that issue. this is a direct swipe from the panels, the faces, everything is a swipe uh the frog guy is actual beast in it, and um <laughs> uh, I can't remember who the so the there's a woman in there she's a villain and she looks like rapture,
0: oh powerhouse.
1: Is it Powerhouse of the Lightning Powers?
0: Yeah, I think so. She's like a purple... Yeah. She's like a, well, I was going to say purple rapture. She but...
1: showed up in another issue of Spider-Man before or something. But yeah, I think you are right. It's very um,
2: confusing that that rapture-looking character is named Powerhouse.
1: Yeah, yeah. For,
2: yeah. for a Savage Dragon fan, I'm like, ooh.
1: But I know the one you
2: mean, actually.
1: So the next this page and the next three after all from spider-man 15 adjective with spider-man 15 okay um the close-ups of like the mr faces is actually a beast panel um
2: (laughs) by the way i love his like weird teeth
1: yeah with the one sharp pointy
2: yeah like one sharp one at the top and one sharp one at the bottom so good anyway keep going
1: no, I love that. I love that um undermine that's the guy I was talking about. See you can see his appendages now in there. They're kinda of those weird like bionic arms and legs. Yeah, like cyborg, like it's
2: empty, like almost like skeleton.
1: Yeah. It's cool. So yeah. It's a cool page though. This this still going on about COVID and all that.
2: And they that's mentioned you know, Chicago being bombed with freak, freak Out, which was the huge plot development that ran all these guys up here to begin with. On this next page with Sickly, that's where you said, this is the first time, even though she debuted in like 115, uh, this is the first time we learned about her power set, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely, which is <laughs> a cool power set. I really like that. It goes good with her name.
2: Yeah, love it. I also think that is very awesome because... Unlike a lot of characters who, like, you know, Malcolm just fries them or whatever, here's a character who can immediately go toe-to-toe with Malcolm, and the lightning powers aren't an instant win. And you need all the characters like that you can throw against Malcolm. Any character you can, like, sort of take the lightning win out of his handbook or playbook, that's an awesome addition.
1: I just knew when I looked at this page when I saw, like, Malcolm's face that this was a swipe from early Larson. Because he just doesn't draw like this anymore. Yeah,
0: he doesn't draw that arm that awkwardly
1: anymore. (laughs) Or just the face. Um, And that that was actually... This thing is, like, the the big panel and the bottom panel. The Mm -hmm. characters are just basically almost just colored different. You know, like, it's almost dead on. Like, you know, there's obviously some changes, but... Malcolm is Beast and Sickly's Powerhouse and then on the bottom, same thing like Sickly's Powerhouse and Malcolm's Beast. Uh, it's it's this is real fun, guys. So for you listeners, like definitely pull out your issues and compare them. I mean it's it's a treat.
2: Yeah, and I love okay. also too, if you're a newer reader, like just to reiterate, like Eric is constantly doing just experiments like this. For no other reason than to challenge and amuse himself. And it's part it is legitimately part of the fun of reading Savage Dragon. Is you and people are always like, Ugh. I saw a stupid ass Twitter joke where somebody was like, Savage Dragon two fifty, Savage Dragon goes shopping online. <laughs> After all these issues, he must be out of ideas. And I'm like, wrong. Wrong as fuck. You are wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, dude. Like, as a reader of Savage Dragon, you don't know, like, Eric might just dedicate an issue to the funnies for some reason. Eric might just swipe himself for some reason. Like, you never know what to expect. So it is an absolute part of the reading experience of just the unpredictable experiments, dude. Anyway, any rate, sorry. Keep can, going. Can today. I also
1: say, welcome back to, to Savage Dragon Jagged panel line.
2: Yes, dude. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I love nineties panel.
1: It's another cool
2: uh, the toolbox, dude.
1: Same thing in the next page, uh, we get to see Roughneck again, which is awesome. And that's mm. the same thing another Spider Man fifteen page. Uh, I won't go through it all, but you guys, if you have Spider Man fifteen, you will see how cool it is when the matches up. But uh, Loving the action on this
2: oh yeah absolutely fantastic like just composition fights seeing all those vc guys in the background duking it out with malcolm and angel destroyer and other guy who's instantly less interesting because he's attractive and doesn't have a
1: cool name (laughs) a roughnecks calling him turbo teen
2: turbo teen that's so good (laughs) and i like his little shitty smile with his little tiny teeth so good.
1: He reinforces that there's a whole bunch of other VC circles waiting to get in the fight. So I love in every panel, web crawler, web slingers in the background shooting a web mm-hmm. out of their with JJ. Like if you look under Roughneck's arm in the, the bottom panel. It's funny, dude.
2: It's a funny visual. It's unique to this book. It's the kind of thing you're not going to get in uh another like title i think like and i love that even though this is a generational title and so things do move forward what's awesome is like these characters have kids and that's one of the i think widow is one of the coolest like visuals and like just weirdly unique to savage dragon and now we got the kids doing the same i love it dude i'm so glad that visual got to like progress forward with the book
1: absolutely And then this this the page after with the jagged panels, man, again, something we haven't seen, I want to say, in in a decade or more
2: in Savage Dragon. Probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They retired it. It was like the thing was, is that like really early image kind of like brought that shit around and then like they kind of like stepped away from their own creation and I love to see it back dude
1: <laughs> yeah so good. Yeah. this bare hands character which we've caught little glimpses of uh, we're getting to know more about her she's a cool visual with like just those rock kind of crazy oh, yeah. like monster hands
0: I did catch an Something error right? here
1: mm. yeah. what's that uh,
0: apparently the sea savage dragon 147 caption is incorrect uh-huh. uh, what 147 is the issue that Dragon be- uh, gets eaten by virus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Bare Hands is not in that issue. Uh, she is in 146, the issue before. It's the issue where Dragon uh, goes into that uh, freak brothel, and she's one of the one of the hookers there who gets mixes up with him. She puts up a pretty good fight. She gets uh, one of his one of Dragon's tooth spit in her face and lives.
2: So, uh, oh, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. Excellent. I love her visual. I think she kicks ass. I also it's, like on this same actually, page.
1: You're reading the old copy, Jim. The, the new, oh, the actual. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sorry, listeners. Behind the curtain, we, we get we get an advanced issue. Sometimes there's little snafus like that on our part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I love when you see Destroyer just knocking a fucking bolts out of Roughneck. Ooh, so good, dude. We were just yeah. talking about that.
1: And again, this page is from Spider-Man 15. This is page 10. So that that image of, of Malcolm leaping is actual beast in, in Spider-Man. Um, which is funny. But, I, knew, uh, I saw... Uh, go
2: ahead. I was just going to say, I knew something was up when I saw that weird-ass tackle pose. Because you talk about things he would not do. I don't think he would draw that pose these days.
1: What, like the, way, Mal- the dra- way Malcolm's flying to there.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, way, I, the, the way his head yeah. is disconnected from his shoulders.
2: No, no, that's the
1: legs are the weird thing. The in legs that are pose. also
0: yeah. not great.
2: Oh, they're
1: fine, but I'm just I saying it's funny. I love it. I, I like it. I, just, I can tell it's not his current style. The, one, the thing that, for me, I thought that this was a... When I started figuring out these were swipes... I at first thought this was like a swipe from his earlier stuff because Barehand's face on that second jaggedy panel underneath Malcolm uh-huh. looks like old old Larson to me.
0: Right.
1: There's something about it to me look like more like like old indie Larson, and I was like, this has got to be from one of his older issues. But uh, no, it's from Spider Man. I mean, it, not this face. He just redrew it, but. The, the page is a swipe from from Spider-Man.
2: I also am going to say I love whenever the characters that fought Dragon talk about it to Malcolm. Like we saw Powerhouse do that during Walden Wang's uh, pay-per-view uh, where he's like, oh, you know, I went toe-to-toe with your old man. He ate a lot of cement and got quite the taste for it. Like I was just thinking it's so awesome. When people are like, "Dude, you know, you're I fought your dad and he fucking couldn't beat me. Like you're not shit. Like I love it, dude, because it really drives home the generational aspect of this title, dude. I think it's so cool. Absolutely. And then Doom is that a swipe?
1: Absolutely. You guys don't recognize that one. Play I didn't. On I didn't recognize it until this is so this is the page the first page that Gavin showed me and said, "Hey, check this out and then told me what it was from. Um, it's actually from uh, issue ten, Jimbo
2: Oh, Jimbo the mighty lobster.
1: <laughs> and it's actually flipped. so that's drag uh, Malcolm is dragon, but it uh-huh. was like if you just reversed it because. Mm-hmm. He was uh, on the right side on mm-hmm. the Jimbo issue and Jim and bare hands is Jimbo. But yeah, that's the doom is different, but it's the same word. But the and the panel below is different, obviously. But the pose and mm-hmm. that is, yep, it's Jimbo punching out dragon.
2: And in a lot of ways, bare hands is trying to prove she's the friggin riggin motherfucking toughest son of the bitch there is. So it's the same. It's spiritual Jimbo.
1: How cool is the little panel below? The love one with it. Maxine. Uh, it gives you good insight. So she's got the wine bottle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's just chilling. And then you see um, Greta Gearbox kind of <laughs> dealing with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then the other kids don't really care. They just want to watch cartoons. I love it.
2: It's so good, dude. Like characterization in a single panel of like all those characters. Yeah. Although I am sad to see Maxine hitting the bottle again.
1: Yeah, but she has been all along. With the hiccups and everything.
2: I know, but remember we kinda had the whole like plot progression last yeah. time. Oh, she doesn't yeah. need it for sex. It is kind of different because she's getting tanked to watching him fight on TV. So that's kind of progress. We've only ever seen her drunk like for the purposes of intercourse previously. Now it seems like she's kinda like sousing it up to deal with this fight a bit. Right. Oh, but dudes kind of say like pour one out for my homie. My this is like hitting me as hard as dung. My homie Melvin Belco.
1: Yeah, but I feel like comics if you don't see it on screen or on panel.
2: <laughs> but dude, he was the poster child for a guy who should die if he ever got hit with freak out. Yeah, it was like he was head. a yeah, it was just a fucking flying head and a That's muscular ball. Like, I'm saying, like, if he got hit with freak out, it's just bleed out.
1: We got some new reporters from uh, Toronto. I don't think I feel like I've seen these reporters before.
0: Maybe he put his brain in Blinda's body.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she kind of seems like the same weirdo she's always been. Oh, this do, do, we, do we
0: know her? That's yeah. Belka's
2: daughter, dude. Yeah, but yeah, she's dude. been in. Really? I don't remember Actually,
1: her. I think that that panel of her is like a stat from the Godland issue.
2: Yeah, she got kidnapped. And remember, they're like, drink the water. And he's like, oh, it's what turned us into freaks. And she's like, gasp.
1: No, she didn't. That was She-Dragon. She like was She-Dragon. I'm joking.
2: That was an elaborate oh. joke, just to test your knowledge. And not at all. <laughs> not at all. And not at all a failure of memory. <laughs> You passed the test this time. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, don't she's definitely been
1: in, in issues. Um, she
2: got kidnapped, right?
1: She oh, was chased the, by the Uglies Unlimited. That is
0: pretty funny. She has the exact same facial expression that like her first appearance.
1: Well, I think it's just a, co- a stat, just a copy of it. That makes sense. Same thing with Melvin Belko. I think on this, at, at one page, Eric posted on Facebook uh, this page. Uh-huh. And those two panels were, like, missing. And he was like, oh, some of those... The, it's like one of those pages where you, you know you'll never sell or something to that effect or no one will ever want because it was just, like, three panels and two of them were blank.
2: <laughs> three stat shots and three panels, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But... I see this unfortunate-ass security guard. Wrong place right. at the wrong time.
1: What's the name of the facility he's in? Um, the lab that uh, GenTech.
2: Yeah, I think he's at a GenTech lab. And I love these kids. And this is an awesome ass, awesome ass splash page. This and is, I
1: don't think this is a swipe. If if the readers think it is, let me know what it's from. But I don't think so.
2: Lawson and Dumpling are like the dude. They're like the anti web crawler and wall slinger true like see they're just like sort of shit globbing around Ooh, love it
1: that's awesome just the like the, the kinetic energy or something like you just you can just see it like yeah <laughs> so i always cool. i always love eric's technology when he has those like glowing ball things
2: mm-hmm. you love eric's balls
1: i love his glowing ball things <laughs> artfully
2: dodged artfully dodged yeah, dude, I think everything on this is beautiful, like the uh, shadow in the center
1: of the, like, octopus beak. Like, well, somehow he's got his little octopus now. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. they
0: did in this lab mutated him or did something to give him them almost identical octopus as his father. The old gut it, parasite.
1: I guess this was the purpose of their journey, too, because they were talking in the last car, like, you know, yeah, that's soon, what. That, that's get what, yours.
0: Yeah, that's what they, they said, yeah, and the this was their goal
2: you'll be one of us because he was
0: bitching
1: about being a normal dude being
0: normal sucks let us graft this weird tentacle freak to my belly
1: you could always have (laughs) shit powers
0: i know right i guess it could always
2: be worse you could be a shit golem that's terrible
1: but man they're going hard against this one security guard initiation
2: (laughs) right you got to kill somebody I think that that is probably more badass than we ever saw anything Octopus did. We never saw Octopus rip a fucking guy in half. I don't think so. Yeah, this is like badass,
0: dude. This must be a swipe of a Sinister Six story.
1: Uh, I looked. I couldn't find anything for this one. So again, if, if listeners out there know what this is from, let me know. I mean, it seems like it, even with the panel layouts, like it should be from something. But
0: probably would I remember got... Otto Octavius ripping a guy in half, though. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean,
2: I'm trying to think, but I'm he like... might not.
1: It, it doesn't necessarily mean he was ripping someone in half. I mean, it could be swiped, and something else is actually happening in the original, you right. know. But uh, don't ask me what, because I do not know.
2: I like these it, I like these kids. I like their expressions. I like this little, like, sequence of, like, face shots, you know? The Eric Larson full-page, full-panel face, like, where a whole panel is just a face.
1: Yeah. Dude, uh, Blossom and Dumbling are friggin' hideous. Also, they're, yeah, like, they have skull teeth. teeth.
0: where do they get <laughs> <Yes>. those
1: teeth? <laughs>
0: they steal those teeth?
1: It's corn.
2: <laughs> See, that would make more sense. Do you think under this shit they're, like, a skeleton? Maybe. Because there's teeth. The teeth imply that.
0: Maybe maybe they're
2: <laughs> made of people.
1: Uh, Dude. A dumpling is made of people. People. <laughs>
2: wow. Wow. That's a vile. That made them. I don't know why, but the presence of a skeleton made them more vile to me.
1: What if the shit slops off and you start to see the skeleton underneath?
2: Dude, or they get hit so hard it's just like fucking bones and then there's like shit flying everywhere.
1: Ugh.
2: Awesome. (laughs) I love that even the panel where you get to see, like, Waylon, like, he's walking away on his octopus. He, like, doesn't even want to walk. He wants to just use his, like, new octopus legs, and, like, they're all just sort of sculpting Here's a dumb
0: theory. Maybe maybe they're actually the flies that fly around them. The flies are, like, controlling the (laughs) shit.
2: That would be some (laughs) Abner Cadaver shit right there. Um, I think Dart is awesome, and I love this uh, panel, and I love this sequence because again, it's sweet, sweet Savage Dragon history for new readers, tucked into the story in a way that logically makes sense, and also gives Dart a like a moment of awesome. Like she's so goddamn badass in this scene, and I love that she's basically dropping like exposition and history. But also, it perfectly fits this moment and sells her as a goddamn badass.
0: I mean, in a way, she she's doing what uh, Sagetty couldn't do. Yeah. Killing his competition with no powers. Right. She doesn't yeah. need a suit of armor to roll with these guys to command she, respect she, or murder all these fools.
1: She, she's doing exactly what he did to Dragon with this Kingpin character. Kicking him the him fuck the out, building. Yeah. yeah, and what is it like? Um, what does she say? It's almost similar to what in issue seven. What uh, Overlord says. Oh, let me see. Oh, so in issue seven, when Overlord kicks Dragon out. Oh, you're right. He does he's say like almost in your the next thing. life. When someone suggests you leave or face their wrath, leave and she's like please in your next life think ahead it's almost it's very eerily you're similar right, you know? you're
2: right dude i didn't even catch that good catch i love her crazy eyes too like like before she's like you know the middle panel of that strip
1: yeah so you guys didn't catch that panel with the kick though you don't remember seeing that no dude where is that from that totally showed and i when i saw that i'm like I've seen this before because I remember that pose and I remember being like commenting on how badass that kick looked. Like yeah. Derek's got this thing where he can just always come up with different angles of things that you've never seen. You know, we're talking 250 issues. Obviously, this one's a swipe from something previous. But just mm-hmm. the fact that he can come up with all these different moves and angles and, and make it look badass. And mm-hmm. this kick showed up in uh, – uh, Savage Dragon two oh four, and Uh-oh. it was Dart kicking Killcat, but Killcat wasn't in costume, and he was wearing that this girl has his Bieber fever shirt with his like flannel <laughs> shirt on. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but it's the same panel, and then uh, the same panel structure is copied from from uh, that issue, except for it doesn't have the big like pink borders around the panels, but. But the kick, you know, it showed up in 204, and instead of that Kingpin guy, it was Killcat.
2: Is the structure of the strips up the side mirrored
1: in any way? Or is Uh, it all new? Not inside the strip, besides her face in the third panel. Uh Uh-huh. But the actual size of the panels are all the same. Okay, all right. They they just don't have the pink border in the original one. Jim, I think you
2: were saying something.
0: I was just going to say, I I realize now that you keep saying Kingpin, that this character is supposed to sort of represent Kingpin. Oh, absolutely. Being an aging fat man who's also bald and wearing white.
1: Yeah. And the the weird pink stripey pants and yellow. I mean, how can it not be? He deserved to die. Oof. (laughs) Atrocious dresser. An aging fat man with equally out of shape, quote unquote, muscle. Because <laughs> they always try to make Kingpin like, oh, he's all muscle. He's not fat.
0: Oh, oh, I see. See, I thought she was just talking about his henchmen, but I guess that makes more sense. I mean, it's probably talk. She's probably talking about his henchmen, but he, maybe. But but she's alluding to uh, that whole it's all muscle thing the the pink yeah. Kingpin has going
1: on. Yeah, yeah, that's how I took it.
2: That's great, dude. Uh, that's a killer catch. I didn't see that. I want to say also, too, uh, we, we've been saying swipe a lot, but one Mr. Ed Pisker has been sort of uh, popularizing the notion that it's not such a negative thing as long as you embrace and acknowledge it. He well, calls and, it sampling like a DJ.
1: But Re- it's even... Call Less it a remix. A, yeah. But he's swiping himself, so does that even really count? Well, yeah, but but sw- I mean,
2: swipe
0: has connotations with theft. So I think yeah. calling it a, a...
1: It's not really a, a swipe. A repeat
0: or a remix yeah. or a... Sample? A
1: resample?
2: A sampling.
1: I'm saying swipe for lack of a better term because oh, it's not sure. a, an, an homage as much as it's... Pretty yeah. much copying the figure I mean, dead it, on and just it, changing. It's,
0: it's not an homage because it it's, is such a close. Oh, uh, well, probably to the point what? where it is. I highly doubt he's eyeballing it. He probably is. No, he he's was, not
1: eyeballing it. He's he's
0: definitely he's definitely light boxing it.
1: Yeah, right,
0: at least to get the general shape right.
2: The same. Sure. Well, especially, I, I mean, that's, that's the goal of the exercise, is like, yeah, to mirror the thing. Sample, dude, I think sample works in this instance. Like, he's sampling himself. So, is this next page a sample? Oh, oh, absolutely. It has to be, dude. It's got to be Spider Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Am I so, right? Okay. Yep. It's Amazing Spider Man 349. Okay. Uh,. Basically, that Spider-Man is that web crawler, and that's the only thing that's basically swiped that on besides the panel structure. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a cool page because this is like something weird going on here. Hey, I love how all the villains are like tangled in webs. All the yeah, vicious that, circle games.
2: Dude, that's such a great visual. Even her mom never got that moment. I don't think. No, like it was never implied that her mom would like keep bad guys tangled up in a web for law enforcement to arrive and deal with it's cool i mean she was an sos member right but you never saw it though is what i'm saying like we're getting to see this like you would assume but you still never got to see it no no
1: it's a cool visual too
2: yeah i love it dude i love that spaghetti webbing
1: and then what's up with bare hands? This is kind of a funny little panel and I don't know if it's nothing or if it's something more, if I'm reading more into it. I don't know. It's just weird. She's like running into the car and it's like – I guess our kid's yelling in the back seat or front. I don't know what seat. but
2: I think her kid might on, be our getaway party. driver.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, dude. That's why I took it too. Like bare hands is out there kicking ass and the kids are like, come on, mom. It's like, oh, yeah, she'll be right there. Boom.
1: Or did she just park the car and be like, "Wait for me, kids. I'll be back." <laughs> I've I got to serve I, some I actually, revenge. I
0: think it's a case of um, remember they all drove to Toronto on buses, yeah. and I think maybe the plan was to get here and then kind of disperse, but they got caught up in the fight. So I think this just might be her ride. Like whatever connection she had to like hide herself, or something.
2: I do think it's. It's cool, though, because I think it kind of acknowledges like we've seen like and this issue focuses on the next generation of the vicious circle. But it's also obvious, like, of course, everyone else in the vicious circle has a life and is doing things. And it's kind of cool that Bare Hands has kids. We don't know if they're old. We don't know if they're young. We can't see them like there's no real. And she fought Dragon's kids. So technically her kids could be teenagers or better, like. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting. I think it's kind of like one of those things, like you said, Craig, um, how Octopus had sort of built up to a reveal. Like, will she have normal kids? Are they also going to be VC goons? Like, were they just waiting to be a getaway? Were they waiting because they have no powers?
1: Is this like, nothing that will never be touched on ever again?
2: Right, right. <laughs> right. Are we did, never- did,
1: did
0: Eric need a female character for this swipe? And she was just on the docket.
1: Yeah, well, this these panels are not swiped in any way. Oh, they're not. It's just the panel structure. The only thing that's really swiped on this page, is Spider-Man, he besides posts. the panel structure, is a Spider-Man pose. Oh,
0: okay, I see. Uh,
1: I want to s- mention how crazy bare hands costume is, or her design <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, well, she, like, she also has bare feet. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like tattered up, like like i don't know lingerie a la like rapture kind of and bare feet and her stone hands but I have no like weird, costume whatsoever
0: i have this weird idea that she has to be semi-naked for her hand for her powers to work like <laughs> well, what if she's like absorbing the concrete in the ground to make her rock hands
2: i don't know maybe oh that's some robert kirkman shit right there jim that's that's some that's some Robert Kirkman shit, dude. That, that's pretty <laughs> good. That's a pretty good solution.
1: She just runs over like grass and her hands turn to dirt or something.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Well she didn't she gubs.
2: didn't you guys say that she debuted fighting or where she was sort of she was, of had a she was in a
0: brothel but she also had a rock hands, so my, my theory already has holes in it. Well yeah. she
2: I'm just saying well no, I wasn't gonna say that. I say that's kind of the like thing behind her tattered like swimsuit costume. Right she's dressed like you know a hooker so
1: yeah but. it's true
0: hey, how many we hookers do little... you know we have bare feet though
1: where bare I feet mean, half if they were bare. freaks if they were
2: <laughs> super powered freaks
1: probably a lot more oh i thought you were just saying if they were freaks like meaning if, they were freaky. <laughs> if, they oh,
2: were if they're freaky
1: if they were
2: freaks i mean some people like to get stabbed in the toes by like debris who knows Ugh. that's
1: that's their kink not gonna kink shame sorry you know what the worst is though? She's like got bare feet in the city. You ever see someone walking around a city with bare feet? So gross. I don't. I've Why seen ever, it. I've is, seen first, it. First, seen first it. of all, how it's is gross. it gross?
0: I think of it more as dangerous.
1: Because, because, because the, the it's, city the is gross. dirty, yeah. right?
0: But yeah, the this... ground is dirty.
1: Like no, if you walk no, around no, a city, not, it smells not like sidewalks shit. in a city.
0: I would be afraid of getting stepping on a on a on a on a needle. Needle. Or broken glass, or any number of things. Not so much that, you know, there's bad stuff to step on. It's just, I mean, it's not gross. It's just is this like loogies
1: on the sidewalk. Yeah, but, okay. Listen, yeah. listen. Let yes, me thanks.
0: let me tell you a story. The story Uh-oh. is people fucking worry about that shit too much. Your dermis but- is fucking armor against that shit. You don't need to worry about spit. Or even urine. It doesn't or matter shit. If you
1: don't have to worry about it.
0: It's, it's still gross. gross. Um, yeah, <laughs> fuck, it doesn't matter. Just wash your so feet. Put some shoes on. Yeah, but then your feet get the same shit on them. It doesn't make you any cleaner. Jim, I'm getting
2: strong Charlie Day vibes from you. Do you wander <laughs> around the sewers naked? No, I don't.
0: I just
1: say because I, I, know I, I am aware quote that I, I
0: am aware of the dangers of cutting my feet open on sharp things that I wear shoes. <laughs> But if you're comfortable, if you've got, if you've got like, really, sh- like, uh, oh, what's the word,
2: callous feet, it's yeah. just
0: like shoes. You don't need to wear shoes. <laughs> not really.
2: If your th- callous calluses squish into a big dog turd, you're going to be mad. Yeah, but I'm it's gonna not, not going to kill you.
1: I don't think that's what my point, though. It's just gross. It's, it's just gross. gross. Take your huck-fin feet and go in the house.
0: How do I explain this? If you step in a dog turd with a shoe, it's harder to clean than your foot.
1: So yeah, but it didn't get on your foot. It's actually
0: more gross to step on it with a shoe because it gets into the fucking plastic and the and the little <laughs> and the little uh, little uh, patterns <laughs> in the bottom. You got to dig it out with a fucking stick.
2: So if Jim and me are walking in the city and he sees a dog turd, he's going to whip his shoe off real quick so he can step in it barefoot. Hey, I would,
0: would you give, rather get? I would not be pissed? afraid to do so on a dare.
1: Would you, you rather you? Wear a poncho and someone piss on you, or someone piss on you with no shirt on.
0: I mean, neither are ideal, but
2: reality. But is, either
1: is stepping in dog shit. As long <laughs> I'm as it's going destroy... go in my
2: mouth, there's no Listen, difference.
1: <laughs> Listen, Mister, I'm, no about
2: difference. De- no. I'm about to destroy your theory. Do you know why? As a kid in West Virginia, we used to play barefooted in the yard. Right, right? You you you, and you all got
0: lockjaw. Yeah.
2: <laughs> nope. We all play barefooted in the yard. One of the kids was just running around, and got dog shit, in it and it stepped in it. it was like, oh, I got dog shit! So they ran down the creek, washed their feet off, right, right. and then kept playing, right? Yeah. Oh, no harm, no foul, right? Wrong. Kid <laughs> got worms. No.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. Oh, okay. So, well, well, worms are a threat. So I'll give uh-huh. you worms. Touche.
1: Wait, City what happened? When, what happened when he got but worms? But
0: his, his mistake was washing in, in his the in unsanitary creek. He should have used a hose what? and soap. I think stepping in the dog shit was the mistake. No, it was washing it it in the creek.
2: Dog shit on your skin is gross and dangerous. Don't do it, listeners. If you're a listener, I do not endorse this behavior. That's on Jim.
1: I would much rather step in piss, spit, uh, cigarette butts with a shoe on than barefoot.
2: Big time, dude. Big time.
1: Even if I had giant callous hobbit feet.
2: Yep. Cowards. <laughs> <laughs> These are the most weeds we've ever been in. People are wondering if we're smoking weed at this point. We're lost in the weeds the like is yes.
0: crazy. Anyway, we're talking about a comic strip where people run around with their exposed vaginas, you know, getting debris <laughs> in them. <laughs>
1: shooting debris. So I guess bare Silly feet stern. aren't that
0: hard to, to believe.
1: Do you think
2: bare hands ever jerked someone off with their stone hands?
0: I mean, I think that's Absolutely. her entire gimmick.
2: Yeah, Maybe, lava. Uh, A guy with lava powers, right? What about right? Uh, that roadblock guy? Or shard. You gotta imagine his dick needs special like Yeah, dick. like stone that's hand. perfect for that. She's, she's, she's highly specialized. That's right. I'm glad I could bring this back to Savage Drake. Breaking
1: off that little shardy dick. Uh-huh.
2: That's it. And then it shoots like glass. <laughs> no, sand. <laughs> oh, sand? Okay, I'll agree with that. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Yeah, but I would imagine that there is absolutely a need for her skill set with those hands. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually
1: not just a cool visual, it makes sense. Can I say one thing about this page before we leave it? Yes. I absolutely love when Eric draws little seams on gloves. Seams on gloves.
0: See and then yes. w- I, I how do I how do I start this conversation? Uh-oh. Oh no, oh, he's gonna No he's to totally shit on it. No no Listen, no no I can hear I, I love it. But remember Eric's a guy who piss who shits on um costumes that have like piping and shit on them. Right. <laughs> no but, I knew know, I knew you were gonna
2: say this. But on his gloves, oh, I guess it's go. cool. I knew you were going to say this when you, when, when, when (laughs) Craig brought it up, I knew you were going to say, oh, but doesn't Eric hate seams and zippers?
1: (laughs) I could picture his mouth getting twitchy
2: and stitching. I don't know. What was it? A swipe Ask Craig, Craig, were the seams in the swipe? No, he said said the panels panels were different. Oh, the panels were different. different. The panels
1: the way, were, the, were swipes, but not what's in them.
2: Oh, there's John Day in this panel, too. He's driving a Volkswagen bus. That was literally what I wanted to say. Is that a Volkswagen bus or a giant look, toaster? Look at the swipe. <laughs> look, or look at the it's... swoosh over the headlight. He's very yeah. well-dressed for a VW bus.
1: He's not a dirty hippie. He just drives a dirty hippie mobile.
2: Exactly. brack of ba doom my
1: Bram, this is a
2: really good one. I love that. Love it. Is this a
1: remix? Yes.
2: Who's getting? Who's the Ben Grimm character in the middle in the oh. original?
1: Uh, in the original, Thor.
2: Oh, cool. All right,
1: nice. Savage Dragon one oh nine. Oh, it's Savage, Savage Dragon.
2: Dragon. Nice, dude.
1: Yeah. So, this one, what is it? Dragon this... and Jennifer. Yeah. Nice,
2: um, dude. That's cool
1: this was like one. this one I guess in the Jimbo are the only other Savage Dragon swipes
2: very cool very cool very cool I like that I think um, Malcolm or, excuse me I think Angel uh sort of just popping in that Frank tidbit's weird in the moment
0: <laughs> well, it, she didn't have time to tell him until the battle was over because remember the last issue ends with the battle starting
2: Mm-hmm. just feels weird is all like just to say it right there
1: one uh, more thing
0: she's elated during she's really high on adrenaline
1: the the funny thing is um in 109 so yeah it's it's jennifer and dragon punching thor and then that uh-huh. bottom panel uh-huh. which the panels are exactly the same old angel is a, in the original is actual kid angel in the same exact pose Ah, oh, it's cool
2: that's cool, dude. What a cool Easter egg. That's neat. Yep. I like it. Guys, it has to be one my favorite page in this issue. <laughs> I, knew, what? I, I knew the next page. I knew we were going to get some squirmy readers when we got to this scene here. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. You know what I'm talking about. Don't pretend you don't like it.
1: The web crawler one, it's like, really? We got to do this?
0: Yes, like, dude. Really? Well, I got to say, at least the guys aren't into it.
2: They're, of course, it's weirder. <laughs> like Malcolm says, if you start, I really don't want to see it. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's so funny. I mean, they're brothers, so
0: that makes sense that they wouldn't be into it.
2: These two are technically the same person. Yeah, that's it's less skeevy.
1: So here's it's what's so, so funny. weird.
2: Here's what's so funny. So there's actually a hentai term for this.
1: Are you ready for it? What? Yes. Well, yeah. It's yeah, so specific.
2: Yeah, no, but listen. Well, dude, it's... There is.
1: And that you know it is funny. Yes, <laughs> well, it's I called... also know
2: it. It's, it's called, called self gotta...
1: Say it again, self-cest.
2: Right? self-cest. That's our title, right, guys? Self-cest is the
1: title? <laughs> self-cest?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: It's and I you're... bet you guys actually know the Japanese term.
2: No. I don't think there is
1: one. No, it's the, just a tag but, so you can filter can it out. How can this happens in other books that much that there's actually a term for that? Well, it
0: happens in certain <laughs> types of books. Situations. Or, yeah, there's an entire industry of sex comics that cater to all desires.
2: And I told you the thing is, is if you ever think Savage drink is kinky, it's like, no, dude. No, there's no, a million dude. kinkier things out there. Just calm down. You know, in your little white bread world, this might blow your mind, but... It just cracks me up. Also, too, this was always the joke um, about like if you made out with your clone, clones. Now these are not really clones; these are alternate dimensions. They're, they're duplicates. They are
0: duplicates.
2: Right, but the joke was always if you made out with your clone, would it be masturbation?
0: No, is it or- mas- is, right? Is it masturbation or incest? Oh. Right.
1: I don't ever want to make out with my clone. Good. <laughs> I
2: mean, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Some people would, dude. My coworker, I used to watch her stare into her phone and blow kisses at herself. I'm not even joking. She was one of those, like, e-girl types. And, What's that? Oh, for listeners that might not know. like
1: Or girls, your host, co-host. Gr-
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or my co-host. Girls <laughs> that sell selfies and pictures oh. to strangers on the internet, right? Yeah. Not necessarily porn, usually just like them posing alone being sexy, right? And this so, girl, yeah. my co-worker. was pre-Instagram like like, before they started giving that away for free. Right. Well, she would stare at herself and blow kisses and everything else. And I looked at her one day and I said, I said, do you really like, I said, is that like for someone? Like, is that going to someone? Or I said, do you really, are you really blowing kisses to yourself? And she's like, I'm hot as fuck. I love me. I'm like, God damn, dude, you are vain. But was like, she? I think she would, dude. I'm just saying like there are people who are really actually into themselves and it cracks me up. This like whole development here in Savage Dragon. I never saw it coming, dude. It's so funny. I'm not going to lie.
0: I totally saw this coming. It seemed like when they did the merging of the multiverse, it was literally the first thing I thought of. What, what, what is, is going to be the deal with Janie? Because she is like the one case of a duplication. And do they uh-huh. both have their own memories? And they do. And obviously yeah. once that happens, it just goes the next step. And considering how much sex is in this book now, it just seemed completely <laughs> obvious to me.
1: But what I, I, I didn't think it was gonna happen, dude. I just it's didn't just, Savage Dragon's got the horniest characters in the it has history of comics. very
0: books. horny lately. Like
1: they never can just wait. Like they're in the middle of public all the time. Like just well, look the how they dress,
2: bro. They don't give a shit. See,
1: but it's not even them. It's all the characters. It's like, really? All right. Okay, the brothers aren't.
2: So how about that? Touché.
0: There's my straw, I, man. Here you go.
2: I shit down your throat. That so time.
1: wait until the next page, too. And it's like, what? Everybody's like going ape shit. Like, I don't know. Look, you're not, it's a little super, much you're not for
0: superhuman. Me. You're not horny 24-7 like they are. <laughs> Well, actually, there's okay. I actually, guess it's like
1: athletes at the Olympics. Exactly.
0: Right? That was going to be my <laughs> next, my, my very next uh, statement. Healthy, <laughs> athletic people are horny as fuck. It seems. Yeah. It seems to be the case.
2: Well, I, also too. I'm sorry, but like, let's be frank. If we're ugly, normal humans, <laughs> yeah. and we are. I mean, everyone we of us are, and so it's real easy for us because like. Eroticism has been largely relegated to like the areas it typically is the bedroom, you know, relationships, etc. Dude, can I tell you that like I definitely have known people who were like super hot, both male and female, and they tend to just it's not relegated to one place and they do whatever they want whenever they want, it's part of their like ego. I knew a couple that was having a sex contest with another couple and they were just trying to get it on as many places as they could and outdo each other. And I'm just telling you that like if you think that this is outrageous. Tell
0: me those comics
2: are real life. <laughs> I'm just saying like I get it that like if if for a lot of us, for a lot of, me certainly, like for a lot of I'm us I'm
1: just hurt that you don't think I'm super hot. You're ugly. I'm really hurt. I, I, <laughs> I'm all this time, joking. I thought your opinion of me was that I was super hot. And you have just laid it all out.
0: I literally have no idea what you look like.
1: I'm super hot. How do hot. you not? <laughs> Did you say
2: I'm super
1: hot? Do you blow
2: kisses into your selfies?
1: Yes. I so you actually, would commit
2: self-cest.
1: I actually look like Peter Johnson. That's why I'm so obsessed with him.
2: If you met duplicate Craig?
1: If I met duplicate Craig, I would dock. <laughs> over the top,
2: deep, 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 over the top, my dudes. Um, obviously, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's funny. I think Malcolm and them, uh, you know, talking about it's so funny that like he's like, "Hey, do we have a few more times?" Like Angel's like, "Yeah, we got a few more times before we go down the aisle." Um, that is, so a, that is st- a
0: weird conversation to have right after you were told that you're getting married.
2: Well it's kind of funny because it's like they are going you assume to cut it off when they get married
0: yeah, why wouldn't you cut it off once you're in a serious relationship I'm clear Frank probably doesn't know
2: what's going on well that's, that's interesting like I said this could be a plot thing you don't know if Frank knows like you have no idea what Frank knows right like Frank knows that Maxine and Malcolm like are freaks but like he I, does, Frank, angel talk
0: Frank probably knows that Jack is is angel's kid and that's about it.
2: I mean, do you think he knows that like Angel and Malcolm fucked?
0: Well, if he Probably do, not. If he knows Jack is Angel's kid, then yes.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's just, that
0: seems like a very obvious He's thing. He's got to. An obvious He's thing got to, to know, know if you're in this clique. Because everyone knows in, this, in, 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 in
2: the in the inner circle. Well, he probably does know. You're right. I mean, how couldn't he? If she's going to try and start a light with him, I'm well, sure she was already. Like, well, she's telling
1: the kids that. You're right. Whose mother's who. Right. So she's She's like open about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the blabbing to the kids scene. Yeah, Angel's super loose with everything. Yeah, she was even like your mommies and daddies all rolled around in a sweaty pile. Yeah, she's told Frank Jr. All right, shit. I don't know what I was thinking, guys. I think it's a funny conversation anyway. But
0: I don't think she's told Frank she's still sleeping with Malcolm and Maxine.
2: No way he doesn't know.
0: I don't know. No way. That seems like the kind of thing you wouldn't tell your fiance.
1: You would, yeah. Who knows?
2: <laughs> I will say this. I, I mean, listen, guys, we're all older. And
1: wait, you think I'm older?
2: You're old. You're a little bolder. <laughs> you're old and ugly. No, <laughs> listen, listen, self-cast. All I'm saying is this: <laughs> a lot of young people have completely different ideas about, like, like we've not even talked about Ageist. poly polyamory. We've not talked about, like, there's a Vigiality. lot. sexuality. I'm just saying, people's ideas about sexuality are pretty different and open compared to what they used to be. For these, for I these think guys, people are just
0: more open about it now.
2: Yeah, probably. That's a funny thing, Jim, is it probably always was this way. It's just the internet?
0: No, I, not, I, the, not even the internet. I just <laughs> think people are more open about it in general because they see more people being open about it, and it makes people more comfortable about it. Guys,
1: the I'm not. Goddamn gonna, liberals.
0: It, it's been on an upward swing since the 60s.
2: I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, it's funny you said swing. I, I'm i telling you that. Like, I'm just saying life is crazier than what even fiction is. I, I used to eat pizza at this one place all the time. You know, a good story
0: because it starts with pizza. It, 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 <laughs> it is, dude.
2: Listen, I get a good. This is crazy. I've seen this movie. I, used to, I used to eat pizza at this one place all the time, and I went and I saw that guy. After I had a huge breakup, and he was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm so sorry. And what guy is this?
1: This is the guy guy. that
2: works at the pizza. Like, this guy works at the pizza.
1: Did he have a mustache and a pizza hat?
2: Mm, Hat, yes. Mustache, no. Wow. It's not real real pizza. So, at any rate, hold on. So, I'm telling this guy my sad story. I'm like, ah, I broke up with, you know, my girl. And it's really, like, I'm super bummed. And, like, I don't know what's going to happen to me and all this stuff. That's you know a too
1: what, a bad, a raven. Do, what, do you know what he says? Is that how
2: he said it? Fuck now the pizza what, dough, raven. Listen to what he says. He goes, oh, man, it's a shame I'm not with my ex, you know, uh, my ex-wife. Otherwise, I'd let you, you know, bang her for a while. And I laughed. And he goes, I'm not joking. We're swingers. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yeah, he was super serious. He's like, I'm not laughing. We're swingers. He's like, I'm not joking. We're swingers. He's like, I'm just not with her now. He's like, but yeah, I totally. Wouldn't. I'm just like, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. I really got like those tips, those $5 tips were really paying off in that moment. That's like, crazy. So I'm just I just similar like,
1: stories, but not fit for fincasting. We'll life's
2: crazy up. is all I'm saying. <laughs> As the Dutch say, live in La Vida Loca. Craig did fuck his pizza man's wife. Is all I,
1: I'm no, the pizza man. <laughs> the pizza. For <laughs> extra pepperoni.
2: <laughs> he gave you that extra pepperoni. Yeah.
1: <laughs> extra pepperoni for me, extra pepperoni for you. <laughs> um A tip i like just the tip, the tip. <laughs> do you really are you really upset about this craig this page and the and the next page the Am I upset about it i'm not upset about it i'm just um I, i'm not upset about it i just like i feel like it's too much it, every character is going to be super horny in public and stuff and it's just I like yeah
0: agree with craig in principle
2: Oh, I
1: have to it's hear a, this. It's always a catch. It's never just a great. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, what's the catch?
2: If you step on dog shit barefoot, <laughs> it's cleaner, in a I, way. I, in like,
1: principle. I, like, <laughs> but I, not totally.
0: Like, like my, my constant <laughs> complaints about exposed vaginas
1: yeah.
0: is part of that, where it doesn't really make sense for this to be as public as it is. It's a little bit too unbelievable. It hurts my suspension of disbelief. In this superhero Man. comic, where people punch people's heads off,
2: I'm listening without
1: judgment. You go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
1: want to? You want to say something? though?
2: Nope. Uh, this is you have the floor, Mister Purcell. Please continue.
0: No, that's it. That's basically the end.
2: So that's just, your whole issue? Is you just find it too hard to believe?
0: I find no, it hard for, to believe people go around without underwear God, and I fight
2: supervillains
0: while Do not I wearing really underwear. Live that-
2: do I really live that crazier a life than
1: you guys? <laughs> I swear I run into this kind of crazy shit. Dude, I've seen so much crazy shit. This is nothing. Are you serious? That's not for so my issue is it's kind of like Maxine shtick. Now yeah. we've got like like it's kind of weird now another group of super crazy like it's that. A, it's like, not a
2: group, it's just the Janie's.
1: I know, but it's just weird. It's well, it's like
0: Maxine's is even weirder because who wants to watch their parents have sex? that is some next level weird. That and that's is,
1: next page. You're jumping ahead.
0: Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about was these oh, two pages in right, tandem.
1: All right, well then before we get onto that next page, one quick thing. This page is a swipe from Amazing Spider-Man 346 where Ooh. Malcolm is actual Peter Parker on that 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 big close up of Malcolm which looks uh-huh. a little off. It doesn't look like a t- typical Malcolm. Right, Brooke,
0: I feel like he's a little, he's a little bit more s- smooth.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Peter Parker on the original page. So that's three forty six. Who was groping who
0: in that comic?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say who. Who's uh, actually the top in three in that panels? One? The top three panels are almost dead on. Uh, Peter Parker talking to MJ, and the uh-huh. bottom three panels are new in Savage Dragon. They're not swipes. You the don't panels say. are are the same, but. Yeah, it's actually uh, Otto Octavius and the Hobgoblin. Hot. Uh, Finger banging.
2: Nice, dude. Nice.
1: Uh, It's just
2: nothing. I should have been reading it. Spider-Man, dude. (laughs) I need to go back. I need to go back. I don't know what I was missing. I have no problems with any of this. I even think Maxine watching uh, her mom and Kevin Bang is fine because.
1: Because you're a sick, perverted bastard.
0: (laughs) So is Maxine. So everything checks out.
1: Yeah. 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 You don't have to explain. I I know. Thanks.
2: That's it. Okay. Sure. (laughs) No, I'm just saying like you. Yeah, it's fine. So wait a minute. I'm sorry. I got to go back to this addendum. Uh,
1: No, we already. All right. We'll we'll move on. on. We'll move on. What? 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 Go ahead.
2: No, we will move on. I do think. No, I know. You
1: brought it up. I don't want to move on.
2: I I really do think we should. I think we've talked too long. You know what? I really like this uh, panel of Maxine. Did you say that was MJ? In the original one? Okay. Very cool. I love just the way it looks. And uh, I think it's hilarious the meta commentary, like where she's like, it's the grossest, craziest, sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life and I've read Savage Dragon 228. Wait a minute, has, has May <laughs> ever had her baby yet? Yeah, it's yeah. normal, remember?
0: Oh, yeah. oh right.
2: We just never see it. We
0: just never see it. Okay.
2: Cuz it's boring, it's normal. Dude, if we be... don't If we don't see Dixie, we ain't never seeing May's baby, you know what I'm saying? Dixie's legit interesting. H- Horus's baby? If we don't see Dixie, we ain't never seeing Kevin's boring ass. Like, maybe he's not even blue. Nothing cool about it at all.
1: Sorry. Keep going. This page is actually from Spider-Man 15, like the first four pages. Mm-hmm. And although it's not a dead-on, like, swipe from MJ, but it is MJ's kind of big close-up on that panel. Mm-hmm. Um The one thing I was going to say is all the panels look the same and the the people are, like, positioned the same on both the old Spider-Man 15 issue and this. But we never get the whole, like, blacked out background anymore like you see on this page. You know, the little panels and, like, half the page is, like, really just black. Right. Was
0: that in the original?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it is something you don't really see in Savage Dragon. I I like the effect myself this, right, this so whole issue
1: room. I mean honestly for what like a decade I feel like now or more the panels have been real traditional and to to get all of these even though they are swipes it's fun to see again to see him show up yeah it's really cool it makes me miss it I, I hope man. we get more of it
2: yeah if if it's something he just wants to like experiment with and like go crazy and have in the book fuck yeah dude fucking A I got no complaints with it. So, I think it's good. I think it's interesting. I think Maxine brings up a funny, like a concern where like, you know, she's vulnerable to COVID and is stuck at home. Malcolm gets to come and go as he pleases. You know, she's dissatisfied. I like that. I like the meta commentary where she's talking about Savage Dragon 228 again. Which is just hilarious to me that like, their comic was just as dirty in the comic as it was in reality. So,
0: Which I find hard to believe with that much editorial oversight.
1: <laughs> you never know, dude. This is the thing, though, that I'm kind of like – and I know, Raven, you're going to think I'm some prude or something – Nope. But I you just feel like it's so heavy handed now on the sex, 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 sex. And I'm just not as interested in it. Like, it's funny here and there. But then, you know, this issue, you get the, the scene with the Janie twins. And then, oh, next page. Oh, like, like the parents have doing a porno. And, like, what what purpose does it serve for the story to advance the story? I feel like. Not really that much. I feel like we've already got that hypersexualized character in Maxine. Why does everybody have to have that? Like, It's funny once here and there. But for me, I'm just – I don't know. I'm I just f- not looking for that all the time and I, I feel f- like it's just too much.
0: I think Eric is trying to imply that Malcolm is a celebrity mm-hmm. and the people around him by proxy become celebrity. Mm-hmm. And so there's a certain like component to that. Like, sex tapes are things celebrities make. And so, yeah. Kevin is Malcolm's brother. May is Malcolm's mother in law. So, it almost makes sense that that would be an opportunity for them. It just, to me, it seems like a weird thing that May would agree to. But then again, I think part of the story of May right now is that since her husband died, she's been loosening up a bit.
2: Additionally. They are stuck at home with self-isolation. like isolation. Right. Um, we don't know what their jobs were. Right. And another thing plucked from the headlines of reality, and it was a running joke on social media, on Twitter, is that everybody started, like OnlyFans accounts, started popping up everywhere. And it was so rampant that people were making fun of the fact that you had clearly people who had no plans to open an OnlyFans, never would have done, have never done anything like that before, that suddenly were taking like dirty pictures and, you know, charging for it. And it was a real reaction to being isolated. It was an actual thing that happened So much so that it was like a trending joke. There were memes about it. So you never know. This could have been just plucked from the headline. Like May and Kevin are like trying to like just cash in because they're stuck at home and they want some extra dough. I'm just saying he could have plucked it from that because that was a legit thing that actually happened. Right. Well, I I will say that you're not alone, Craig. I see the comments, and I know that people do not love it, and so I feel sorry for them that I am finally getting what I like after all these years, (laughs) and they are not, and that sucks to be you, I guess. I hope it never goes away. (laughs) Craig, I don't don't think you're wrong to dislike it. It's fine. I I don't either. By the way, for the record, I don't think anybody is wrong. And, And I don't think you're prudish for disliking it.
1: Oh, I do. Well. i feel judged by raven i am you know i you know I, I i don't mind it here and there like i said i just feel like it's too much like it's too like <laughs> what would be
2: what would be for you i'm not being shitty here what would you actually consider to be at a normal pace like
1: clearly well, i just feel like every female every female character is like overly horny i
0: this, agree with yeah. that i believe there's been a quite the disparity between men and women and horniness in this comic
1: which seems weird because you would think it would be the opposite but Mae's not fine. fucking
2: herself in that panel
1: Right. You don't think no.
0: Thunderhead's
2: horny too? You're missing the point again, Raven. I'm asking a question. I'm not missing the point. I'm saying like every female character's horny like dudes there's dudes there like Malcolm didn't Malcolm was like not like alone like in fact Malcolm's been more subdued than like uh maxine right but but she's
1: more the aggressor
2: she's the aggressor
0: malcolm goes along with it malcolm's a pushover when it comes to this and that's because yes men are horny but he's not initiating it. he's happy to be with one woman she's not happy to be with one man but he goes along with it for her
2: he's even said he's not into things that
1: maxine isn't into right like even angel's been more of the aggressor but
0: but yeah uh, angel uh Alex, uh, fucking Jennifer—they were all thirsty for fucking Michael.
1: Yeah, that's Uh, true. Like you just see it way more on the woman characters. It seems weird.
0: And to be fair, that does go all the way back to the days of
1: Rapture, and especially like twenty-something-year-old dudes or teenage dudes are like crazy horn dogs, and they don't like—they don't really have a character that's like that it just doesn't dude.
2: play that well to have horny guys it's like not a thing that plays well
0: well you're right
2: it it doesn't play it well plays, but, it plays it but,
0: but i say it plays worse when it's just all your women
2: because and it's then, like
0: and especially because the book's written by a man
2: alex was horny for dragon and malcolm was the close or not malcolm michael was the closest thing to dragon yeah, but,
1: but dragon was a player right he was way into it he was like – that was his character. He was a ladies' man. And you had no problem with that.
0: Right, but he was also
1: – he he also
0: was um, dedicated to one woman at a time. He never had
2: multiple But parties. see, I, I
1: don't have any problem with any of it. I just feel like it seems like I'm hit over the head with, like, too many. Every single female character is, like, a little over the top with it. And it's just like, all right, one character, Maxine, being over the top, I, it's all right. But, like – I don't need to see every issue having multiple characters that just want to finger bang, or All I don't right. know. I just, it's it's enough. Like, I, I get it. Like, I'd be fine with Maxine, like, every three issues or whatever it is. But, like, it just, it's too much. I don't know. Uh, now I'm getting stern, guys. I'm getting upset. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, Did I don't t- think you t- 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 Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say get stirred? I will enjoy this book either way. It's not going to hurt my enjoyment of it. It's just Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind if it toned down a little bit.
0: My opinion is it is an equal opportunity. Now, if I've been pissing and moaning about not enough dicks for this very reason.
1: Title of the title of the, the, the fin cast.
2: Not enough dicks. There have been a lot of good titles for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I, I'm trying to be legitimate here because I do think that constructive criticism is important. Obviously, as a fan of it, I don't have a lot of good quality constructive criticism because I'm I, my needs are being met. Uh, one thing I'll agree with you is there should maybe be more like heroic dong. I've said that in the past, that we only see like ugly monster dong. We never see any hero character uh, exposes like genitals or whatever. Eric said he has no interest in it. He said that's going too far and but to be fair you only ever see like like a little bit of camel toe you never have seen an actual vagina in savage dragon uh,
1: so it's uh well but
2: maybe maybe not full
0: spread
1: what well, about the what glub glub panel
0: <laughs> so wait i don't want to i'm no scientist
2: <laughs> i'm just saying so a little labia is fine <laughs>
1: i'm no that's, scientist. that's
2: not quite the same right <laughs> i'm no scientist all I'm saying is it's not explicit anyway. <laughs> but, like, here's the trick, though, dude, is that I'm trying to legitimately get you. Like, so, OK, you're saying not every issue. Like, what are you talking? Every or two, not three even, months? Maybe
1: it's – I don't care, but it doesn't – it's like – I don't know. And we I go from one panel whole... and it's like the Janie twins and then the next page, different scene. It's like the – the pan, you know, the uh, Thunderhead.
2: That was, like, it. Man, that was it. That was it, literally, in the whole issue. Literally,
1: in the whole issue, it was just those two pages. This issue, but it's every issue, and it's multiple pages, and it's just like I don't know. I'm just, I'm good with. I don't know. I just don't need it every page. I don't every issue <laughs> on multiple scenes. It's just so I don't know. It seems like it's just
2: every two, three months, two, three
1: issues. I don't know. Is I mean, that we only much? get? We only, this comes, this is all based on, you know, uh, real time Yeah, and we get one issue a month and I just feel like, I don't know, I don't need to waste it on a, on a, a page on a porno tape. I'd rather him spend the time to develop, I don't know, other plots. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I would be rather reading more about Dart and her machinations, that's for sure.
1: You boring dude. Bitch. It's 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 Eric's book. He can do what he wants. I'm not opposed to the sex scenes. I just feel like it's I don't know.
2: As it is, it's mostly text here. Like it's not like you're seeing anything. Like they're literally just talking about it. That's what
1: that's why. Right, let let me flip why... the script for you. What okay, are you complaining go. about? You get. Uh, I'm not. Sexy panels every issue. a <laughs> Couple of them. <laughs> I'm I'm just
2: asking for him to turn it down a little. All right, that's fine. And Jim wants more dong. I want equal opportunity dong. (laughs) All right. I'm necessarily more dong. So I'm saying that would make it feel more... You don't need to show penetration. I got to tell you, I don't think a horny guy character is good, dude. I'm not saying
1: that either, but I'm just saying... I'm not saying that either, either. It's just weird that like every female character seems a little over the top horny and no male characters are like, it's a world of just,
0: and that athlete analogy only goes so far to paper it over.
1: I think
2: you guys are, maybe I just don't know
0: enough women.
2: No. What are you talking about with that? What's that mean?
0: Like, are women this thirsty? Do I yes. just not
2: know them? Yes. They're just like anyone. They're horny. Just like anyone. They just want a bone. I mean... Plus these are characters in weird situations. Like, you know, your, cl- your own clone. It's something we can only joke about. But clearly, like, more than one person on planet Earth has thought about that scenario. And I've talked to people about it. And they've said that, yeah, they would. Like, I'm just like... You know, it's not like some crazy, whoa, what a
1: crazy idea. Did Mark Welser really said he would?
2: (laughs) He has drawings. They're very explicit. (laughs) Yeah. In that Savage Dragon style. Yeah. For the listeners uh, who may not know, he's just a uh, friend of the Fincast who has done a Savage Dragon backup, and uh, he's got that sweet Larson style. So I just like to... I know he's yeah, listening. I just like to I just like to joke around a little bit. Yeah. But uh I mean, I'm not complaining. And honestly, too, like, I do feel bad. I see see comments in the Facebook group where people are like, it's too much. And I'm like, okay, that's, I get it. This is, there's people who, but I think what's hard for me to reconcile is that what is too much? Because it went from fairly explicit, the comic was doing things that I was, even I was like, whoa, when Maxine was getting like, we saw cum in the comic, like we saw Maxine, like naked, getting thrown across the room. Two twenty-eight. That's what they're referencing. I, I get it. And then the book has made an effort. We we've acknowledged several times that the book has made an effort to dial it back. And now you see these two panels. These two. These. I'm two losing
1: pan- my shit. Am I? I'm.
2: I'm simply saying. That I think after praising the book several times for dialing it back, here is your... That's why I kept saying, what is too much? Because to me, it feels like there's been two or three issues before it was really anything
1: weird. So maybe I should rephrase it, like, adding more characters that are super horny, I guess, to me. It's just like, really? We need more characters? We already have, like, over-the-top Maxine. Do we need over-the-top Janie twins, too? Like, that's my... I guess that's my beef in a way. And then you get hit over the head again. You turn the page. Now it's over the top. Thunderhead in May. And it's it's not like they're
2: a married couple.
1: But married they're... couples don't make pornos that their kids watch. It's like another over the top situation. I get it. It's comics. What but Maxine it's, it's not has me.
2: done is what's weirding you out. What they have done is simply like, dude, no, they are
1: just. It, 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 that's what they have done is not weird me out either. It's just that. It's just got to all be crammed into the comic. It's just like another right. kind of two, sex two, scene in a different pages. way.
2: Two pages that I feel are the raciest that we've seen since <laughs> everything got dialed back. I really do.
1: I love when it comes to like sex stuff, Raven really just puts the hammer down. Like, this is where, this no. is it. He's, he's this is where I'm going to get He's really, serious a, it's, because... all,
0: it's, it's all, it's uh, what's, all, what's the phrasing? Everything is uh, valid or nothing is. That are, <laughs> no. That's all,
2: Raven. No,
1: that's like, not it. That's not it the, at all. So, so like, all the plots that don't deal with like action or vicious, vicious circle all seem to deal with sex plots. It's all based around sex.
2: I mean, what in lieu of what? There's like self sheltering and isolating, like this COVID. Like, what whether are
1: it's the demon dick thing or whether it's the sex tape. Or whether it's uh Maxine getting too drunk and making a fool of herself at the Chip and Dale club. I, I guess what Craig or, is saying
0: is that the sex stuff isn't as interesting as literally anything else could be. It's just
1: it's just over it's always centered around some kind of thing that Eric, you've
0: desensitized plots. us. <laughs>
2: No, I think you boys are quite sensitive, <laughs> too sensitive. I, I I simply I think that this is just an era in the book. I think that like Savage Dragon has had know, it's pl- been
0: going on a long time. Think about it. This the sex stuff has been going on since two hundred. The yeah. the the um uh the um explicit like actual showing of sex has been going on at least twenty five plus issues. But sex itself has been they, – they the three the, the initial threesome happened around 200, I think, where we didn't get any real this details. Isn't,
1: this isn't real explicit, and what Raven's saying is correct. Yes, he's kind of seems like it's dialed down. It's not as explicit. I, again, has, I just feel like – I don't like,
0: know. Groping oh, your twin's pretty up up there.
1: No, you don't see anything. It's implied. Yeah. It's all implied. She's just given the heavy metal symbol. There's nothing it's just, happening there. It's implied. Hail Satan there. It's implied. I'm
2: saying there's a lot more grosser ways to do that for sure. It's implied. I don't think it's explicit, but again, that's the that's the thing, is what I'm saying is I feel like this book has dialed it back a lot. Yeah.
1: And I'm not gonna keep beating a dead horse, but to me it's just the introduction of yet another super horny character that's just like, Really? We got that we, we got that little box checked. Anyway,
2: is it a real quick question? Not going to keep fighting this like and there's no fight to it, by the way, listeners like P.S. I mean, we're we're here. It's a it's a podcast about discussing Savage Dragon, like in real life. Like, do I give a shit if people are mad or whatever? No, I don't give a fuck because, again, like Craig said, I'm getting what I want. I'm super like happy. Don't care. But I also do. I get it. Everyone in the world feels different about everything. And so, of course, sex is a divisive thing.
1: And. Just to add, I'm not mad about it. I can live with it. I just feel like I think I would enjoy the book a little more if it was a little less of it, but I'm not, not enjoying the book. You yeah, I mean, we're saying? here to talk about it. I'm Seven not Day. like roast out about it and like, yeah. oh, I can't even read this or look at this. I just, to this is my opinion and what I think would make a better book. Obviously. I'm not Eric Larson. I don't have a 250 issue comic, so obviously he knows what he's doing. Or but I mean, we're here know.
2: just we're just here to talk, though. Right. And right. and that's the thing. Like, and I'm joking with, like, oh, you guys, oh, you stupid bitch. Like, it's it's like, dudes, feel how you want to feel. Did it's you call fine. me a stupid
1: bitch? Right. Now? I did. I did. I, did. <sighs> <laughs> I got God old, damn. old, ugly, stupid. No. Yeah, you really throw- <laughs> hurled the insults today. It's been good, dude. This has been a
2: good one, but like legit. Like you can feel how you want to feel and it's cool that we're like, and then we're good to talk about it. I think that it's uh, interesting to just get that feedback. And um, I don't know. I still feel like it's one of those things where it's like uh, just, it's interesting to me in the Mm -hmm. book, but I can appreciate if it's not for you, this should have been the damn fan cast, bro. Interesting conversation. Like all I'm curious to see in lieu of, Um, Like you said, oh, you want to know what Dart's doing, like in lieu of like uh, the Janie twins. And the feedback, I think, is like too. I respect your feedback. Like if you want to see like a a non-horny character, that's cool to me in a way. I think it kind of takes some of the burden off of Maxine if she's Mm -hmm. the only horny character, because if Mm -hmm. that's your like character trope. Oh, I'm the horny character. I mean, that's kind of not. So it's kind of, to me, like, when you zoom the lens back and it's like, oh, well, you know, the Janie twins have this weird thing. And in the previous issue, it was foreshadowed they were into the idea of getting it on and, you know, the other people weren't. And to me, it's like it does build on character. Like, these two, Mm -hmm. like, the brothers are like, no, dude, like, we, we don't do anything like that. Like, they weren't even into the idea of the foursome. The Janie said that all the boys in the room froze. Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm wasn't into it. Like the brothers weren't into it. So it's kind of like, to me, when you have these other characters, I don't think Alex is super horny. She's always been horny in a particular fashion. Like she's all about dragon. Like dragon can get whatever he wants. But it's not like she was like, you know, licking like Howard Neisman's neck. Or, well, like, but you know, she went
1: from like dragon to uh, an- uh, angel when when they were on the Savage World after that, remember? I thought it was, thought like it was an extreme scenario. Action.
2: I thought she was going to die. So
1: so I w- just as you were talking, I was listening and also kind of thinking this. Maybe this is what it is for me. Like the, the criticism that Dragon's becoming more like a porno than a comic. And I can see it in some ways. Whereas like a porno, it's like, you know, there's a story and everything there. But it's always like these like just horny people like built into it. Whereas – you know, in Dragon, if it was just the scene, or there was kind of normal sex scenes here and there. But I feel like it's getting overridden by these, like, super horny characters that makes it feel more like a porno comic in ways. And not this comic. because It's just two scenes. I understand that. But I feel like that also fuels the, you know, it's not just a sex scene between a married couple or a sex scene between two people or even group sex. It's just the horny characters popping up and like everything all the plots kind of seem to surround sex and it, that makes it feel more of just instead of sex being part of life on the, in the comic it's more like focused on it you know it's it's the plot
2: I just don't feel like it is. Like the plot to me, like you've got the vicious circle. It's one plot, yeah.
1: The vicious circle coming to because they. I'm being a little extreme, but like I was saying, like all the like family, like background stuff. I feel like a lot of it is based on kind of sexual encounters and you know things like that. Fair enough. Maybe I'm not. I'm not being. Maybe I'm being disingenuous on some of this. How I'm saying it, but. I don't know.
2: I got to be honest. Like, I can't really think of interesting storylines with May and Thunderhead that aren't like boring if you go the other direction. Like, it's kind of like to that, me,
1: that is interesting. No, that sounds they like would, a dropout. Like, Thunderhead is so interesting in terms of he's a guy that looks like a skull that used to be super buff looking. And he just wants to live a normal life and can't hold down a job. But he's like to me now, dude. That's like, interesting. What does that matter? So many characters like
2: marriage and like, you know, like just a domestic life and stuff. Clearly he's not like hated like he was in Chicago. He doesn't have to do with that freak racism and like allegory like that like was going on in Chicago. Clearly, people in Canada are more chill. And so I'm <laughs> saying you never is see that comic I'm just saying that like his life is better. His life has gone to a good place. So what are you gonna just throw some like oh serious yes, all of a sudden. I
0: interpret it all differently
2: oh let's hear
0: it well, I do think that things are might be marginally better for him, but he kind of lucked into a pregnancy and a relationship
1: what if he can't hold down a job what, to pay he can't for hold his on family a job or take be care cool. of his
0: family or maybe he just maybe deep down he doesn't want to have this didn't want to have a baby
1: is that what you want to read what this if he what wagon? if hes what Turner if he secretly... struggles to get a job I, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah what if he's That's secretly me. robbing people or 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 the you most... know join a collective of one villains of... to help pay for his family because he can't put food on his He's too ashamed to say it
0: one of the most interesting things about savage dragon running was always like powerhouse and how he's straddling this line between villain and, good and bad and, and and you know fighting for freak rights because the world can't handle its freaks I mean, there's storylines there, especially now. In the climate we're in now, there's all kinds of stories you can tell about About Surely you uh, realize
2: that people don't like that. People don't like that these days. Race allegories like, do not. People do not like it. I mean, yes. All right, a, so what about... That's super rejected these days. But so I'm thunder,
0: glad, but I'm thunder, glad it retired but th- but from the But Thunderhead is... Um, he is a minority. He, he's, his mom was black.
1: But even so, it could be a class thing where he just doesn't have the money – it doesn't have to be a race thing. He's, he looks like a skull. He freaks people out. People are scared of him. He looks like a villain. You know What a cool story if he was like putting a mask on and moonlighting with some kind of villain gang – to make extra money, Malcolm tackles him and the mask falls off and realizes it's Thunderhead or something to that effect. I mean, this, I I'm know, just saying, there's, there's plenty of the other line. stories that, that could be, to say that there wouldn't be any interesting stories. You're talking about Savage Dragon, you're talking about Eric Larson. That guy can make stories about a million things. Um, I don't, I'm not concerned that there aren't any other stories that you could be told with Thunderhead. He's such a cool looking character. I
0: would be happy just with stories where like, Thunderhead's getting arrested for no reason, just because of how he looks. And he's having to deal with all this pressure from, you know, society
2: not accepting him. Mm, I think Savage Dragon's done that. You know Eric doesn't like to go over the same ground. We've seen that.
1: Purple-headed lightning dick. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I am actually like I said, this is a conversation show. We're talking about it and I am interested to hear. So it's fine if you guys like that is like if you feel that these two pages would have been better served as something more like a dramatical element instead of comedy, because to me, the presence of sex is the new comedy. It's played mm-hmm. for laughs every time. The Janies yeah. groping each other—that's dumb comedy. Maxine being in so into like she says it's gross, but like also she thinks it's hot. That's funny because that's not what you expect. Most people are disgusted by the idea of their parents, and yet here's this character that's like, oh, it's gross, but it's hot. But it's and that's hilarious. If right. you think these two pages of comedy to me, comedy, yes, sexual themed, but comedy. If you think these two pages would have been better served with drama, that's—I cannot fight you. That's totally your opinion, and you could be right. I've seen other people dissatisfied, so it's fine. That's—it's cool. I'll—you know what? Maybe, maybe you're right.
1: I'd like to hear what the listeners have to say. If you guys are still listening at this point,
2: <laughs> give that. Why don't we just say that's a f- interesting well, conversation? It could be one of
1: them, yeah, yeah. Get could in there. Be either or. I feel do you like think that is, it, but... it's too much. Would you dial it back or do you like it? How, how it is? What would you do different
2: listeners? Do you think it already has taken steps to be dialed back? Just curious. Want to hear both sides of the fence. We'll throw it out there. Yes.
0: We, we really want to hear people's opinions on this.
2: Yeah, we really legitimately so do. Send Cause in we a...
0: actually know how we all feel. So, <laughs> so yeah, you can leave us a message on our, uh, on our uh, website at savagefincast.com or send us an email at savagefincast at gmail.com let us know what you think about this because uh, we've gone on for a while about it and you know this isn't the first time so this yeah. we, this is a this is a topic that we, we want more opinions on
2: well I think it's important too because currently Savage Dragon is fighting that uh, dismissive
1: reductive view and, and I think same- it's
2: important I At the same important. time,
1: we're getting a lot of new readers, I feel like. So yeah. it's interesting to, to see. Would people be turned off if they've read some of the earlier issues or were an old reader and are coming back? What is, what is it? And honestly, it doesn't really matter if they're turned off or not because the charm of Savage Dragon is that Eric's following his own muse. So it really doesn't matter if I like it or not. Obviously, he's survived this long. And I wouldn't want him to change based on anyone's opinion. But I still would like to know what people like and don't like.
2: Yeah, it's a conversation show. We're just talking about this book. And so it's still important just to hear people talk. And so it's cool. I would like to hear what listeners have to say about it. Um, You said there were some juicy letters. I don't have my physical edition, so help us out here.
1: I don't think there are any juicy letters. Did I say that? New listener,
2: you alluded that there was a presence
1: of new readership through the. Oh, right. Do we want to talk about the letters or do we want to talk talk about Mighty Man back up first? Whichever's more interesting. Either or. Whichever's Um, more interesting for you at this moment. The the 249 letters aren't so much juicy as it was. Uh, one guy wrote in saying that he just talked about issue two hundred, which is funny. And he's like, You don't mind me talking about old issues, do you? Because I've only got up to two hundred, but I'm going back through and reading it all. And cool. so he talks about that. And Eric's cool about it. He's like, No, I don't mind at all. Like, you know, so That's there's nice. that. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, I didn't pull out the issue with the the letters. Um there was another letter in there with another new reader. Uh, it was just interesting to see, to see that in there. Um, yeah, so Jerome Wickie wrote in with a new – he's a, kind of a new reader. Uh, someone that wrote in for the first time. Nice. Let's see.
2: You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see some new letter hacks. I want to see new guys chiming in every issue.
1: Oh, so this this is a good letter, and I hope like the listeners forgive me for reading some of it, but uh, I think it's worth it. So this guy writes, Derek, this is my first time writing into Savage Dragon Hell. It's my first time writing into any comic book letter column. Why am I doing this? Well, the answer needs some backstory, uh, blah, blah. Me and a few friends had never read Savage Dragon before but were aware of it and that it was one of the founding image comics, but we never read it. Even when the book crossed over with Spawn, none of us – read it, but then Robert Kirkman announced Invincible would end with its run of issue 144 and me and these friends decided to reread the entire series once the final compendium came out. So they would read one issue a day at a time with Invincible and talk about it and a character that caught their eyes was Savage Dragon, to his numerous appearances and he only owned the mini, but then they just basically they decided to go back, it says him and his friends went back and raided every back issue bin in the greater Twin Cities metro area for issues of Savage Dragon, Freak Force, Deadly Duo, Vanguard, Star, Super Patriot, it says, awesome. and even Dart. <laughs> we drained the marketplace of back issues and then set our sights onto eBay lots trying to complete our collection, which is funny because there's a lot of people on the Eric Larson Facebook page that are trying to find back issues and can't find it. Right. Sounds like these guys were on to it months before um but yeah so he's just saying he loves it he's up to like 247 now he's writing in and so sounds like a group of invincible guys were looking for something new after invincible left and of course if you like invincible i mean it's a pretty good chance you're going to love savage dragon for obvious reasons oh yeah uh, i'm just surprised there's not more of that um but yeah that i thought that was a cool letter so there was like two letters of like kind of new readers And actually, that one letter is like a group of people. So,
2: hell yes, dude! I love to hear that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's really cool to hear this stuff. And like I said, there's a lot of new members on the uh, Savage Dragon fan page on Facebook.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So it's it's fun. We're getting a a shot of new readers, and I think with 250 around the corner, um, you know, it's gonna be cool.
2: There's a lot of fresh blood. I think there's a lot of fresh blood, and I love to see how active they are. Yeah. And, uh, again, that was just an experience I live too, tracking down all those old issues. It's so fun. And, uh, yeah, man, welcome aboard, guys. If you're listening, like, thank you for writing in. Thank you for participating on the Facebook group. Like, God bless every active Savage Dragon fan, dude,
1: for sure. I really do think, and I've said this before, that this COVID situation has kind of been a blessing for books like Savage Dragon. When people are looking for new reading material and want something with a large run that they can just have fun digging up issues and collecting. Yeah, I'm kind of doing the same thing with uh, Megaton Man, which uh, everyone has Megaton versus Megaton Man and Savage Dragon. And we all know he was a backup. But I never really spent the time to to go through and buy the back issues and stuff. And I'm having a lot of fun going through uh, Don Simpson's back issues. So I get like what people are doing with Savage Dragon. Just if you can't get new comics, just trying to you know go through some old comics and and pick up stuff because there's so much out there.
2: And it really helps your local comic shops too because that's stock that they just have sitting around. They don't have to invest and then immediately turn around and like get cash out like just immediately sink that's like just nothing but profit for them when you buy those old issues so hell yeah
1: yeah Yeah. even though the creators might not but yeah i mean but then (laughs) and then you end up buying their new stuff when it comes out and eric's always been super
2: supportive of the direct market and uh so even if the direct market's not super supportive of him he's always been there for them so he doesn't give a shit so it's cool
1: so shall we get into the, the Mighty Man Mini? We've really spent a lot of time on this issue, but it, it, I think it was worth it. I do, too. Um,
2: 249 is the build-up before the big 250, but also, too, I think we you know had important conversations, so it's
1: cool. It's, it's funny because the main story is actually short compared to the typical main story pages because this Mighty Man is a little larger than your normal backup. Mm-hmm. This This Mighty Man backup was supposed to be in 250, actually. And oh. uh, there was just too many stories that came through. Um, oh, this is a
0: good one. I do say it's funny that it's been reprinted this soon, because this just appeared in Big Bang Adventures number two.
1: Yeah, like yeah.
0: just last month.
1: I like, though, the difference between this and the Big Bang Adventures is that Eric kind of colored this in the old school way. Oh,
0: yeah, it's got the offset coloring thing going on. The offset,
1: there yeah, yes. Um, It oh, looks cool. very aged whereas the one in big bang adventures number two is colored like a modern comic
2: um, i can't even imagine this colored modern like i think it looks good aged
0: yeah, um, yeah. i gotta say the art by this uh jonathan uh de henry yeah is super good for uh for a cc C. beck yeah. send up
1: he's really Agreed. he
0: I, I i don't know the name of the guy who did the earlier uh big bang Mighty man stuff. Uh,
1: Bill Fugate, who's credited as the story here. So this story was originally supposed to be by Gary and Bill. And uh, Bill passed away yeah. years ago now. Uh, and I guess this has just been sitting around. And uh, I think this guy.
0: Fugate was great at that style as well. And this yeah. new guy is great at doing it as well. So I think yeah. it, it's a really good art fit. And I'm... yep. Glad this finally saw the light of day uh it's oh, a billy, yeah. it's a it's a billy beerman era mighty man story um and uh the just the quick gist of the story is that he goes to a museum and then there's a there's a magic stone with the power of thor that a little girl gains the power of um a magic ring that mm-hmm. gives her the power of basically it makes her an adult uh like uh like an opera singer like a Valkyrie Valkyrie Valkyrie. gives her the power of Valkyries, but it gives her like, uh, like a super powerful voice that just does all kinds of damage, commands,
2: the dead and all kinds of shit can fly. I was like, holy cow. She's like
1: the, the stereotypical Valkyrie opera singer. Right.
2: Right.
0: She's a, but she's at least as powerful as mighty man is. And so he struggles a lot to contain her, but of course uh, she's defeated by food. (laughs) <laughs> uh, little, little girl loves hot dogs, yep. <laughs> and her mother, her mother and hot dogs,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: so her mother, that convinces, checks out. <laughs> mother, her convinces her to take the ring off, which depowers her, but it transfers the power to this other woman who is, I guess, it's kind of Billy's like love interest, but she's like way his, old.
1: Yeah, it's his crush.
0: It's his crush, but she's way older than he is. Yeah. Uh, but when he's Mighty Man, of course, they look of similar age, so. She loves Mighty Man, but but she doesn't know what Billy Beerman is Mighty Man. Right. right.
1: She gives and him it, an innocent peck on the
2: cheek. It's, it's kind mm. <laughs> <That's just> of <hilarious. laughs> cute in a creepy way. That's uh, just hilarious. Kind of cute in a creepy way.
0: But otherwise, it's a pretty good just kind of Golden Age style Captain Marvel story, and that's kind of why we dig it.
2: Yeah, fun stuff. I, I love all the uh, action, you know. Uh, just the big, huge, like, cartoon, like, boom, with, the like, a panel dedicated just to a sound effect. Like, boom, doom, like, so yeah. good,
1: dude. Yeah, And
2: the weird ghost Thor, like,
1: just wasn't expecting I thought, that. I thought it was really well-paced. Um, yeah, I like how Billy Berman cracks the tablet because he is Mighty Man. Mm-hmm. It's like he gets knocked into it by the... the, the little girl, but because he's got the mighty man powers basically causes it to to crack open because it's got the special ring in it that's been waiting for a super human to to get it, I guess, is what Most yeah. is saying. Yeah, he was the one uh, But it's it's cool. It was a cute story. It's got mummies involved, which is cool. Uh you know, the Valkyrie girl it's kind of neat the way they defeat her
0: does seem like genie might keep these powers though
1: yeah which is cool she doesn't lose them
0: at the end she's still got the magic ring
1: yeah i like that
0: and she's an archaeologist scientist but she's powered by magic it's kind of an interesting dynamic
1: wasn't uh was donald blake an archaeologist no he was a doctor he was a doctor doctor yeah no it's cool i liked it it was good
2: same here dude no complaints Absolutely awesome. Great backup. Like, totally solid.
1: I love, like, old Mighty Man strips as, like, basically Captain Marvel.
2: Give me that. Yeah, give me that all you want, dude. I'll read that every time. uh, Well, awesome issue.
0: So last but not least, we got one more issue of Ninja Turtles Urban Legends to talk about. Uh, We'll try to keep it brief, because we're going a little long, but, uh, oops, where is it? Issue 20. Forgot to have it queued up.
2: I'll get you, I'll got you back while you're getting that. Uh, Urban Legends, Issue 20, you know, we open it up, it's got the uh, Triceraton that was riding the air car, he was teleported He teleported to the back of the air car. Yep. Gets kicked out. Or no, he kicks Donny out. Donny goes flying and tries to use. I like it's very subtle storytelling by Gary, where Donny tries to uh, use a jet, but he's like having to manually get information from the armor instead of just the armor can just access its own stuff. So he that has. Is, a, oh, sorry, guy. Oh, I was just gonna say he's got a really cool like looking jet, but he can't make fuel for it.
1: So then he just makes a helicopter. Go go, uh, go gadget. Go go gadget. <laughs> Yeah, I love it, dude. Remind Remind me, when did Donnie get his personality back? I thought for a while, like, a bunch of issues. that thought that the the cyborg components had just taken over. That was
0: uh, with, what's his face? The robot guy. What's his name? You're talking about the serial Oh, uh, Johnny
1: Rathburn. Johnny
0: guy? Rathburn, like, electrocuted him somehow. Mm-hmm. And, like, I recall he, like... What? he woke his
1: brain up basically. yeah
0: what, yeah okay. he, he was brain dead but whatever interaction caused him to get his basically get control back i
1: totally spaced on it
0: yeah it was a while ago i think it was part of the the, the chunk of issues we read back in december
1: gotcha. yeah covid covid has this
2: a little stilted so you can be forgiven like because it's totally like oh plus in all these turtles like a lot of stuff happens like every issue so yeah
1: so much because they're so like i don't know each turtle is like in a doing our own thing almost in these
2: big time yeah it's like four different like things going simultaneously all the time
0: uh we get a nice scene with Hortis fighting back which is nice because i i honestly don't think she puts up a she doesn't fight as well as a lot of characters so but at least she tries uh, but we also we, get a little a little insight into her origins here i liked that a lot apparently yeah. she is a related species to the uh, the saurians which makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy how much we're getting in Ninja Turtles, you know, versus <laughs> Savage Dragon or Freak Force. Um, but that's cool. I like that. It's a it's something fun for the Savage Dragon fans.
2: Because, um, just in case you're a new listener, uh, we never really knew Hortus's origins, only that she was uh, the product of an alien and a Earth woman. Uh, but you just never know. And then this Triceraton sees her and he's like, hey, little sister, you know, and she's like, what? You know, because he's real familiar. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, and we, I've seen your people. So instantly she's like, whoa. So, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool.
0: And, uh, Donnie remotely makes the car flip over and the soldier tumbles out to his death. Uh,
2: Into because, a museum, which oh, is yeah. great.
1: Yeah, it's like they're into the museum, and it's like all skeletons of dinosaurs. So, like, the Triceratons are all appalled. Like, these earthlings have wiped out our species on this planet.
2: It's so awesome, dude. Uh, Pimico sneaking up on uh, Splinter. You know, you know, I
0: gotta say I love the fact that Splinter has a cat.
2: Yeah. yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> And it's also cool that Pimico has been a total badass, but like Splinter just easily takes her out because he's a master. He's a ninja master. It's real easy to just think of him as like shitty and feeble, but nope. Everyone
0: underestimates Splinter.
2: Yep. Uh, KC getting a cab ride, and the uh, he's he's sort of getting. There's a thread of him being recognized as the hero of New York from taking out those giant monitor lizards. Yep. Right. Uh, and then he and then Pimico escapes Uh, yeah they're sitting around Casey and Splinter sitting around Pimico escapes you know Leo comes uh, they're like yo Leo let's go let's go hunt this uh, hunt these fuckers down there's Triceratons like Donnie called Splinter and said hey Triceraton I need backup so they take off and that's where you get to see the Triceratons in the museum Hortus is acting like a little butthole in this sequence, though. <laughs> she is, dude. She's
1: just an idiot. Yeah. But like, I don't think it's on purpose. It's just...
2: She just runs right into danger, though, is the thing.
1: She doesn't get along with Donnie at all. It's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, not at all.
1: <laughs> I think that's cool. It's cool little dynamic. Um. I, I, my highlight for all of these comics lately, for these Ninja Turtle Urban Legend comics, are the Raphael scenes. I really get a kick out of kind of seeing him lead the foot in, in the issues that he's having. Oh, yeah.
2: Because they're just um, too much for him to handle, really. Like, they need to take on like murder missions and assassination missions and stealing in order just to pay for their food. And so right. he's not he's not really doing what he likes like it's not what he wants he doesn't want that but like there's no He's not really
1: to... a hero anymore
2: right well, cuz he's doing it like he's le- he's like I will the the
0: foot expects to be led by they expect to be guns for hire right, right. and so yeah and uh Raphael hasn't figured out how to like thread that needle to do do that and also do good cuz the the uh the foot's uh uh reputation is that of killers so they're being hired by killers
2: and gary set up a beautiful uh, dynamic with uh, like raff and leo are always like you know at each other's throats like it's right. just the way it is but like there's this also you know leadership clash like, you know, like Raph is like, no, I am a good leader. And like, so anytime Leo's around, who is a natural born leader, yeah. like it, it's, it's like it creates that antagonism. Yeah. So that's what you've got going it, it, on here. It
0: undermines Raph's authority every single time. Yeah. Uh, even here. <laughs> because Leo is the natural leader and he's groomed to be leader and Raph has always resented it. And every time he's been given opportunity to lead, he's always either uh, failed or failed himself. And that's right. kind of, you know, his his big fear is that he's not as good as Leo. He's failing he now knows is it. what's funny. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's failing now. <laughs> it,
1: this issue is just, I mean, you read it and it's, it's you know, a regular size comic, but there's just so much going on in it. It's crazy. Like yeah. from the scenes of the Triceratons and Donatello and Horridus to P- Pimco or whatever, however you say her name, and Splinter and Casey Jones You know, then it jumps to Raphael and then, you know, it's it's like so much going and then uh, Leather, uh, Leatherhead and uh, whatever his name is. Dr. X. X. Yeah. I mean, there's so many characters and so much going on and it reads smoothly and it's fun. uh, It just keeps it super interesting. I really, really enjoying this issue. I enjoyed
2: this series way more than I expected. And that's no commentary on Frank and Gary. That's a commentary on my love of the turtles. Mm -hmm. And I just was blown away by how well he's juggling like all these irons in the fire. So, hell yes, dude. I totally am just echoing your sentiments. Very good. Uh, They end up, we end the issue with uh, Leatherhead, uh, Casey, and Mikey going to beat some Triceraton ass.
1: And Casey's got his, uh, I guess, now kind of famous uh, American flag mask.
0: Yeah, he's had that the whole series. I think that came out of yeah. the uh, Body Bags.
1: It Made did. Uh, what's what's pre- his pre- name, the artist? Beasley. The Beasley. The, the Simon Beasley, yeah. Yeah, and they kept it for the series. And we've talked about it in the past. It's, it's a pretty cool uh, uh, nod. someone's yawning i think yeah, we're done i
0: think uh we were cracking two hours 30 this is gonna be one of our longer episodes so wow. i think it's a good we had time a lot to, wrap to talk up. about
1: though a yes. lot to talk about it's pretty amazing how one issue of a comic can generate that much conversation
2: oh yeah dude People like when I tell them like oh, I want to do a podcast with some like bros of mine just about Savage Dragon. A single
1: like, issue of Savage Dragon. It's like
2: <laughs> what? And I'm like, oh no, dude. Listen, there's there's shit to get into
1: every issue. Trust me. <laughs> I get well, f-
2: it. Go God. No, you go ahead because I was gonna. Try I was to gonna say Dragon. there's
1: more that happens in one issue of Savage Dragon like uh, we always say than you know twelve issues of a mainstream comic usually
2: that's because it's not written for the trade. It's written monthly. It's written to give you a kick-ass experience in a month. I always say that, dude, I had this fight with some bros, comic bros. I was like, yo, cause with all COVID-19, everybody's like monthly issues should go away anyway. And I'm like, you're wrong. You're if you wrong. read, if you read comics that are written for monthly consumption, they are amazing. Amazing. Like they are so good. People who say get rid of singles are crazy. Just in, even the stuff that's written for a
0: trade, they're crazy.
2: Agree. Don't get rid of singles. Um, I think we're gonna have an even bigger episode next time. Could oh, be. I hope so. There's a lot to <laughs> lot to unpack. Yeah, I think we got a hundred big pages to chew on.
1: All with those backups, I can't wait to see.
2: Yeah, dude. With. Savage Dragon 250. Eric Larson's Savage Dragon hits issue 250. For 28 years, Eric Larson has chronicled the lives and times of the dragon and his extended family in one of comic's only series set in real time. This monumental oversized milestone issue is a sweeping culmination that sets the stage for the next phase of comic's most uncompromising series with its most shocking story yet. Forces have conspired against Malcolm Dragon and his family but is this a turning point or the end find out as savage dragon becomes the second original image title to reach its 250th issue and begins the countdown to 300 sweet i'm goddamn pumped i can't wait dude i'm so hyped i am hyped 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 hyped! i can't wait 250 dudes were here
1: so it's going to be pretty cool. So excited! Like I said, I, I love the main story and stuff, and I always expect Eric to have some kind of twist. But I'm more, uh, not more. I'm just as excited to see what kind of uh, backup stories he's written and who he's got to. I, I mean, we know some of them, but we don't know all of them. So,
2: and on top of it's that, going like, to be fun. What's great about those big, like hundred-page issues is, it's like, man, they are usually all killer, no filler. I can't really remember when I was like, Meh. so I'm so hyped for 250.
1: <clears throat> Jim,
2: I need you to chime in, dude.
1: One month away.
0: I mean, I'm as excited as I am for every issue of Savage Dragon.
1: <laughs> Way to sell it. I'm just, nice. I'm just Total saying, no
0: sell. Total I'm sell. just saying that numbers <laughs> are just numbers. <laughs> Issues ain't nothing but a number, baby. Can't be, can't be more excited than completely excited. Sweet. I mean, it's a big deal. He's reached the number, but you know, two fifty one comes after that. But Jim, it's
2: a big number.
1: It'll be. I just feel like he always does something crazy.
2: Yeah. Um. Good lord, dudes! Thanks so much for chatting, Savage Dragon, with me. It is always a pleasure.
1: Don't forget to write.
0: Yes, please write. Write, please, the words so we can read them back to you.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Jim. Please, please, please write us. We would love to hear your interesting views.
1: All right. Well, toodles.
2: Have a good one.
1: See you, 250.